a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors. This is the Rick and Bubba Show. The views and opinions expressed by the show are not necessarily those of the staff and management of this radio station, but they should be. Six minutes now past the hour. It's the Rick and Bubba Show, 25 years strong. Coming to you from the Rick and Bubba Broadcast Plaza and Teleport, let me announce the starting lineup for Team Rick and Bubba. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, Rick and Bubba interns, now part temporarily of Team Rick and Bubba. Big love, and we're about to, to name one coming up, young Will Hopper. And welcome back, completing Team Rick and Bubba. I be Rick, and over there, be Bubba. I be Bubba. And there be Bubba. And there be Bubba. Bubba, welcome back. I'm glad to be here, Rick. I like the name young Will Hopper. I do, too, and, and I thought about that. I, I will tell you, I've had people that uh, they're already chiming in because young Will Hopper got a little airtime prior to him being named because he got to spin the will of meat. Uh, and so the audience immediately began to just throw out. They also say that he looks like a cross between Will Ferrell and Seth Rogen. Yeah. Uh, so there, there's all somebody, somebody claimed that his look of Will Ferrell could lead to the, uh, the intern name elaborate hoax. Yeah. Uh, yeah. but, but I, I don't know about that. There's people that want to call you big wheel. Like That's, uh, yeah. W-H-E-E-L, because you, oh, spun, right. you spun the wheel of meat. The, like the, the meats of will, because I'm a meaty man. How about that? Right. Let's, let's, <laughs> let, let's let us handle this wheel. Uh, right. so, uh, the, uh, but anyway, he, he's, uh, he, he's aggressive. Yeah, now aggressive on the mic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he also aggressively tried to make coffee his first day. By the way, today your coffee was fantastic. Uh, I used Moxie to make it, right? Yeah. Yo, you've got, you've got Moxie. He does. Moxie. Yeah. Uh, there was intern Mighty Moxie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the uh, Greg, you got oh, you're over there in your little hole there. Louis, tar- He's in the pit. Greg's He's over in the, in the pit. pit. Greg about, in the pit. How about Willie Whopper? Willie Whopper's Ooh. good. The Whopper is good. Yeah. So uh, there, there's a lot of them out there. They, I, I checked Burger King's menu last night in preparation for this, and uh, they've got a Whopper XL. I'm pretty, you know, <laughs> Whopper XL tall guy again. Whopper XL. Oh, there he is. All right, let's, let's do <laughs> just, just just to <laughs> I tell you what, they eat that Moxie, doesn't he? Uh, let's let's go to. Um, I don't know why I love the word moxie, but let, let's go back to to do, get, so you can be officially uh, admitted to Rick and Bubba University. Uh, you go to UNA, I sure do. Yeah, and you're going to be what grade are you in? I'm a senior. You're a senior this year. And what you what are you studying? Uh, studying mass communications. It's uh, radio, television, interactive media. Okay, okay, we got you. Ooh. Which is a dead major, by the way. UNA's. It's gone the way of the buffalo over at UNA. Oh, really? Has it really? Yeah. Has it really? Now, why is that? It seems like that would be at the forefront now. Well, they've got. I think it's just journalism is the title of yeah. it. But um, it's yeah. So are they? Are well, they? That also has gone the way. Of the buffalo. <laughs> are they just? We were fighting for that one. Are they just admitting that journalism is dead because it doesn't exist anymore? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but have you ever I had got it? tabloid one hundred? <laughs> Uh, I, I guys, fake news. Hey guys, let me tell you, the, the professor in fake news is really—he's <laughs> pretty impressive. Uh, so let's uh, let, let's talk about any nicknames that you've ever had in your life. You ever had any? Well, I've got a couple weird ones. Um, of course, Whopper, and I—I I, I do get the Rogan a lot. Seth Rogan. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I have a little impression of Seth Rogan. You want me to do it for you? Yeah. Oh, sure. Oh, wow. I, I can only do his laugh, but Speedy's he has nervous. All right, now I'm nervous. Okay. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Do something to make Speedy uncomfortable. So he uh, he, he he laughs like this. He goes. <laughs> he does. That, that, all right, wait a minute. That's good. Can you put, the, put these on. 
glasses. Now he's big into doobage too, right? <laughs> Greg, I think he right, let's, let's see if we can get the Seth Rogen thing with. I'm yeah. Giving yeah. Him, oh yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, <do> the, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, that's really dialing in now. Well, well, are you are you seriously blind? Let's yeah, bring that back. <laughs> Those are actually bifocals. I got one, Rick. Are, are, we call them now progressives. <laughs> How about this, people? We're getting old. They're bifocals. Mm-hmm. All right, so. Intern knocked up. He was in that movie. <laughs> Greg, no, no, no. He was in that movie? No. Greg, no. no. You, you're live, no, buddy. No, no, Greg. This that's is what happens when he sleeps there's on the like couch. There's kids. No. Hey, that's the name of the movie. <laughs> See, there was a theory. Y'all act like that that was some, na- that was, if they would, you, yeah. you would hear the advertisement. Greg, I, I Rick, there was a theory that Greg was more vocal over there than here, but it's, it, it no. may not be the oh, least. Well, I think, no. day. Let me tell you what's happening. Over here, you feel hidden, and you can just throw a rock, hide your hand. Yeah, over there you All right. people see you. So, uh, so Matthew in South Carolina, we're, we're, you got an idea? Any of this bringing up anything with you before we get ready to vote here? Yeah, I used to love it when you guys did uh, this, but because he's aggressive, you could say, "Whoa!" <laughs> okay. How, how did those two things go I together? I don't know. <laughs> I loved it when y'all did the expo, and since he's aggressive, how about whoa? Did something happen with the expo that, that we screamed whoa about? Now th- I don't know. This goes back to the movie theater change, you know, with uh, with Coach. You remember when you go, whoa. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. But I don't know how that ties to the expo. Was that, I, was that, I don't was know that, how it ties to this. Was exactly. that a standalone comment? I just I, I, I enjoyed that. I guess, I guess, I guess so, it was. Yeah, yeah okay. Was. But yeah, yeah so you, this is Gene Stallings. Yeah, Whoa! Yeah, right. Oh, I got you. Okay. Whoa. Right. I, but I'm none the of the coach of this team. But you're saying Whoa. you say none of it relates. Though. Yeah, right. Okay. Had a had a Gene Stallings uh, conversation yesterday. By the way, people again, just this the, the Gene Stallings stories. So <laughs> yeah. They're, they're legendary. Coming. All right. So, uh, do you have any weird hobbies that we need to know about? Um. That's interest you collect any anything odd. What's your passion? Well, I and again, I well, I have a podcast, but that's like generic, you know. Yeah. Well, everybody um, has one of those. Right, I'd, yeah. like to, I'd like to know the name of it. It's called Would You Blather with a B B L A T H E R. Would you blather? We answer would you rather questions, and basically, we blather a lot about nothing. So, but, no, I, hey, actually, hey, I think hey, you're on to something. Hey, 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 back, back, off. Yes. back off. We've got that covered. Yeah, good night. <laughs> yeah, really? That. No, but that. Compared to some of the other ones that yeah. we've had here with their podcast, that actually sounds like it a does. Yeah. yeah, it's different. It's I mean, unique. Well, Speedy loves that. He ought to be the host. You should really should be because you love it. Would you rather do this or that? No, I, I, y'all I, need I, to have Speedy on as a guest. All right, <laughs> uh, Andy and Homewood. What do you think? Uh, big wheel keep on turning. Big wheel. Hey. People like big wheel keep yeah. on turning. We, we like that. Anything tied uh, to to big and, and his name's wheel, long. but he also spun the wheel. What about just big wheel? Uh, yeah, does that yeah. seem too yeah. generic now because people yeah. think we're talking about his name, not the wheel? Yeah. How do you like elaborate hoax? Hard, too hard to say. Yeah, yeah. I don't plus like it. most people don't get that unless you've heard it on the show. You're right. So, I liked Greg. I, Greg's idea. Did y'all like that one? I had? I do yeah. not like yeah, that. No, one. we're not doing that one. I've got. I've got um, <laughs> hey, this is Will Ferrell, and you're listening to the Rick and Bubba. This has been an elaborate hoax. I got Ricky yeah. Bobby. I've got um, yeah. Rogan 2.0. Mm-hmm. Uh, Top rope whopper. Uh, there's that. Uh, let's see. How do you like the intern rogue? Like going rogue? I like that. Uh, how about big rogue? Because with Moxie, there comes some going rogue. Yeah. What, uh, what, yeah. what about top rogue? <laughs> <laughs> Again, we've got this covered. Okay. I'll stay in yeah. my lane, unlike those horses. Seated in silence. Do y'all like okay, intern yeah. rogue or intern big rogue? Do you want the big in there? I Not like really? big, and I like hop in there. I like will in Hop's there, good. and I'm good with rogue. How do you like big hop? I like big hop. I just Fine. like whopper. 
How about what Whopper's in? Will Rogue. Just Whopper no. or Will Rogue? Uh, guys, Willy is Whopper. It, is it Whopper or Willy Whopper Whopper's XL? Are we Willy Whoppering or the Whopper? Which, which Whopper I just like are we Whopper. Yeah. Just, I just, I just, just like Whopper. singular Whopper. Burger King might uh, come after you all for copyright infringement there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we're we going. No, I'll be honest. Think here. about this. If you're Burger King and we're talk, saying Whopper every so often, just randomly, you're digging it. <laughs> and it could be you the know. candy Whopper. You know the little Whopper? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Or Greg. it could be the Whopper Chopper. You remember <laughs> that thing that they used to advertise on TV? The Whopper Chopper. What about Big, <laughs> big Hop Wop? <laughs> hey. <laughs> how about Wop Wop? Guys, let me get this clear. How about this Big Wheel Wop Wop? Big Willy Wop Wop. Big Willy Wop Wop. Wow. <laughs> Little Willie Wop Wop, go home. So just what getting, am I hey, writing down? Clearing up, so knocked up south. <laughs> there it is again. Is that right? South. It is. Uh, and Greg, can I say this? And forever. And forever knocked up Okay. I think we can mark that one up. Right, I'm going I'm going rough. What, what's here. Wop Wop? What did y'all want before that? Did y'all uh, like Big, like big Willie Wop Wop? Yeah, Big, yeah, big Willie Wop Wop. Rick That's and Bubba Show, one. what's your suggestion? Go ahead quickly. Uh, this is uh, Brad and Gadsden. Moxie Whopper. Moxie Whopper. Uh, Tyler, Locust Fort, what do you think? Frank the Tank. He looks like Will Ferrell. Frank That's the funny now. <laughs> Write that down. Hey, I may drop Write that, that down. <laughs> Ronnie and Dothan. Pineapple Express. Nah. Uh, I didn't like that movie. John and Gadsden. <laughs> My movie's Will out here. He would have his own theme Will, song. A Will in the Sky. Yeah. Uh, Freddie in Alabama, what do you think? How about Shake and Bake? Shake and Bake's not bad. Mm. Uh, let's go to Cody and Clanton. <laughs> Big Wobble Walk Walk. Okay, I think we're good. All right, we're going to come back. I think we got enough to work with, and we're going to break it down in the break, and then we'll come back, and we'll give you three to five somewhere in there to vote for, and then we'll, we go. And then we'll go to an official vote, and then young Will Hopper will have his official Rick and Bubba University name. Should we get Scott Garoski to call in and be the last vote every time and like the voting's closed? <laughs> that that's, that's when we closed it. <laughs> because it would force him to have to listen to this right. and then no one could understand him. What do you say? What it means? Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This is the Rick and Bubba Show. The views and opinions expressed by the show are not necessarily those of the staff and management of this radio station, but they should be. Six minutes now past the hour. It's the Rick and Bubba Show, 25 years strong. Coming to you from the Rick and Bubba Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. Let me announce the starting lineup for Team Rick and Bubba. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler. Rick and Bubba interns, now part temporarily of Team Rick and Bubba. Big love, and we're about to, to name one coming up, young Will Hopper. And welcome back, completing Team Rick and Bubba. I be Rick, and over there, be Bubba. I be Bubba. And there be Bubba. And there be Bubba. Bubba, welcome back. I'm glad to be here, Rick. I like the name young Will Hopper. I do, too, and, and I thought about that. I, I will tell you, I've had people that uh, they're already chiming in because young Will Hopper got a little airtime prior to him being named because he got to spin the will of me. Uh, and so the audience immediately began to just throw out. They also say that he looks like a cross between Will Ferrell and Seth Rogen. Yeah. Uh, so there, there's all somebody, somebody claimed that his look of Will Ferrell could lead to the, uh, the intern name elaborate hoax. Yeah. Uh, yeah. but, but I, I don't know about that. There's people that want to call you big wheel. Like W H E E L because you spun the wheel of meat. The the meat of will because I'm a meaty man. 
How about that? Right. Let's let's let, <laughs> let's let us handle this wheel. Uh, right. so, uh, the, uh, but anyway, he's uh, he, he's aggressive. Yeah, uh, and now aggressive on the mic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he also aggressively tried to make coffee his first day. By the way, today your coffee was fantastic. I, I used Moxie to make it right. Yeah. Yo, you got, you got mo- he does. Moxie. Yeah. Uh, there was intern Mighty Moxie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the uh, Greg, you got oh, you're over there in your little hole there. Mm-hmm. He's in the pit. Greg's He's over in the, the pit. pit. How about, how about Willie Whopper? Willie Whopper's Ooh. good. The Whopper is good. Yeah. So uh, there, there's a lot of them out there. They, I, I checked Burger King's menu last night in preparation for this, and uh, they've got a Whopper XL. I'm pretty, you know, <laughs> Whopper XL tall guy again. Whopper XL. Like that. There he is. All right, well, let's, let's do <laughs> j- just just. <laughs> I tell you what, he's got Moxie, doesn't he? Uh, let's let's go to. Um, I don't know why I love the word moxie, but let, let's go back to to do, get, so you can be officially uh, admitted to Rick and Bubba University. Uh, you go to UNA, I sure do. Yeah, and you're going to be what grade are you in? I'm a senior. You're a senior this year. And what you what are you studying? Uh, studying mass communications. It's uh, radio, television, interactive media. Okay, okay, we got you. Which is a dead major, by the way. UNA's. Go, it's gone the way of the buffalo over at UNA. Oh, really? Has it really? Yeah. Has it really? Now, why is that? It seems like that would be at the forefront now. Well, they've got. I think it's just journalism is the title of it. Uh, but um, it's yeah. So are they? Are well, they? Well, that also has gone the way. Of the buffalo. Are, they, are they just? Admi- we were fighting for that one. Are they just admitting that journalism is dead because it doesn't exist anymore? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but have you ever? I had got it? tabloid one hundred. <laughs> Uh, I, I guess, fake news. Hey guys, let me tell you, the, the professor in fake news is really—he's <laughs> pretty impressive. Uh, so let's uh, let, let's talk about any nicknames that you've ever had in your life. You ever had any? Well, I've got a couple weird ones. Um, of course, Whopper, and I—I I, I, I do get the Rogan a lot. Seth Rogan. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I have a little impression of Seth Rogan. You want me to do it for you? Yeah. Oh, sure. Oh, wow. I, I can only do his laugh, but Speed, he has he's nervous. A, uh, now I'm nervous. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do something to make Speedy uncomfortable. So he uh, he he laughs like this. He goes. <laughs> he does. That, that, all right, wait a minute. That's good. Put, the, put these on. <sighs> Now, oh now he's big into doobage too, right? <laughs> Greg, I think right, let's, let's see if we can get the Seth Rogen thing with. I'm yeah. Putting, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now do the. <laughs> that's oh, wow, it. that's really dialing in now. Uh, uh, are you are you seriously blind? Yeah, bring that back. Those are actually bifocals. I got one, Rick. Seth Seth we call them now progressives. <laughs> How about this, people? We're getting old. They're bifocals. Mm-hmm. All right, so intern knocked up. He was in that movie. <laughs> Greg, no, no, no. He was in that movie? No, Greg, no. no. You, you're live, no, buddy. No, no, Greg. This is what happens when he sleeps it's on the like couch. like there's kids. No, like, hey, that's the name of the movie. <laughs> See, there was a theory. Y'all act like that that was some na- – that was – if they would you, yeah. you would hear the advertisement. Greg, I, I Greg there was a theory that Greg was more vocal over there than here, but it's, it, it no. may not be the oh, well, least. I think no, day. I'm telling what's happening. Over here you feel hidden, and you can just throw a rock and hide your hand. <laughs> yeah, over there you All right. people see you. So, uh, so Matthew in South Carolina, we're, we're, you got an idea? Any of this bringing up anything with you before we get ready to vote here? Yeah, I used to love it when you guys did uh, this, but because he's aggressive, you could say, "Whoa!" <laughs> okay. How, how did those two things go I together? No, <laughs> I loved it when y'all did the expo. <laughs> and since he's aggressive, how about whoa? Did something happen with the expo that, that we screamed whoa about? Now this, I don't know. This goes back to the movie theater change, you know, with uh, with Coach. You remember when you go whoa? Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. But I don't know how that ties to the expo. 
Was that? I, was that, I don't was know that, how it ties to this. Was exactly. that a standalone I, comment? I just I, I, I enjoyed I that. Guess, I, guess, I guess it was. Yeah. yeah okay. Was. But yeah, yeah so you, this is Gene Stallings. Yeah, Whoa. Yeah, right. Oh, I got you. Okay. Whoa. Right. I, but I'm none the of, coach of this. But team. you're saying Whoa. you say none of it relates. Though. Yeah, right. Okay. Had a had a Gene Stallings uh, conversation yesterday. By the way, people again just this the Gene Stallings stories. They're they're legendary. All right. So do you have any weird hobbies that we need to know about? Um. That's interest. Do you collect any anything odd? What's your passion? Well, I and again, I well, I have a podcast, but that's like generic, you know. Yeah. Well, everybody um, has one of those. Yeah. What's, right, I'd, yeah. like to, I'd like to know the name of it. It's called Would You Blather with a B B L A T H E R. Would you blather? We answer Would You Rather questions, and basically, we blather a lot about nothing. So, what, what, I, hey, actually, hey, I think hey, you're on to something. Hey, 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 yes. back off. We've got that covered. Yeah, good <laughs> night. Yeah, really? That. No, but that. Compared to some of the other ones that yeah. we've had here with their podcast, that actually sounds like it a does. Yeah. yeah, it's different. I mean, unique. well, Speedy loves that. He ought to be the host. You should, really should be because you love it. Would you rather do this or that? No, I, I, y'all I, need I, to have Speedy on as a guest. All right, <laughs> uh, Andy and Homewood. What do you think? Uh, big wheel, keep on turning. Big wheel, hey. people like big wheel, keep yeah. on turning. We, we like that. Anything tied to, to big and, and his name's wheel, long. but he also spun the wheel. What about just big wheel? I, yeah, does that yeah. seem yeah. too generic yeah. now because people yeah. think we're talking about his name, not the wheel? Yeah. How do you like elaborate hoats? Hard, too hard to say. Yeah, yeah. I don't plus like it. most people don't get that unless you've heard it on the show. You're right. I liked Greg. I, Greg's idea. Did y'all like that one? I have? I do yeah. not like yeah. that. No, one. we're not doing that one. I've got. I've got um, <laughs> hey, this is Will Ferrell, and you're listening to the Rick and Bubba. This has been an elaborate hoax. I got Ricky yeah. Bobby. I've got um, yeah. Rogan 2.0, mm-hmm. uh, Top Rope Whopper. Uh, there's that. Uh, let's see. How do you like the intern Rogue? Like going rogue. I like that. Uh, how about big rogue? Because with Moxie, there comes some going rogue. Yeah. What, uh, what, yeah. what about top rogue? <laughs> Again, we've got this covered. Okay. I'll stay rogue. in my lane, unlike those horses. Seated in silence. Do y'all like okay, intern yeah. rogue or intern big rogue? Do you want the big in there? I like big and I like hop in there. I like will in Hop's there. Good. And I'm good with rogue. How do you like big hop? I like big hop. I just Fine. like whopper. How about what Whopper's in? Will Rogue. Just Whopper no. or Will Rogue? Uh, guys, Willie Whopper. It, is it Whopper or Willie Whopper? Whopper XL, not, are we Willie Whoppering or the Whopper? Which, which Whopper I just like Whopper. Yeah. I just, just, I just, just like Whopper. singular Whopper. Burger King might uh, come after y'all for copyright infringement there. Yeah. 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 So Bring we got, we got we'll No, I'll be honest. Think here. about this. If you're Burger King and we're talk, saying Whopper every so often, just randomly, oh. you're digging it. Yeah. And it could be the candy Whopper. You know the little Whopper? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you, or it could be the Whopper Chopper. You remember that thing that they used to advertise on TV? The Whopper Chopper. What about Big big Hop Wop? Hey. How about Wop Wop? Guys, let me get this clear. How about this Big Will Wop Wop? Big Willy Wop Wop. Big, big Willy Wop Wop. Wow. Little Willy Wop Wop. Go home. So just what getting, am I hey, writing down? Clearing up, so knocked up south. <laughs> There it is again. Is that right? It's out. It is. Uh, and Greg, can I say this? And forever. And forever not considered. Okay. I think we can mark that one up. Right, I'm going I'm going rough. What, what's here. Wop Wop? What did y'all want before that? Did y'all uh, like Big, I like big Willy Wop Wop? Yeah, Big Willy yeah, Wop Wop. Rick and Bubba Show, one. what's your suggestion? Go yeah. ahead quickly. Uh, this is uh, Brad and Gadsden. Moxie Whopper. Moxie Whopper. Uh, Tyler, Locust Fort, what do you think? Frank the Tank. He looks like Will Ferrell. Frank the Tank. That's funny now. Write that down. Hey, I may drop that that down. Ronnie and Dothan. (laughs) Pineapple Express. No, I didn't like that movie. John and Gadsden. (laughs) 
My movie's out there. He would have his own theme song. A Will in the Sky. Uh, Freddie in Alabama, what do you think? How about Shake and Bake? Shake and Bake's not bad. Uh, Let's go to Cody and Clanton. Big Waffle Walk Walk. Okay, I think we're good. All right, we're going to come back. I think we got enough to work with. And we're going to break it down in the break. And then we'll come back and we'll give you three to five somewhere in there to vote for. And then then we'll go to an official vote. And then young Will Hopper will have his official Rick and Bubba University name. Should we get Scott Garofsky to call him be the last vote every time and, like, the voting's closed? <laughs> that <laughs> that's, what, that's when we closed yeah. it. Because it would force him to have to listen to this right. segment. And then no one could understand him. What do you say? What it means? It's Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This is Jack Nichols. Guess what? You're listening to the two sexiest fat men in radio, Rick and Bubba. I myself call them Richard and Bubsy, but that's another story. Hey, this is Will Ferrell, and you're listening to the Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes now past the hour. Rick and Bubba coming to you from the broadcast plaza and teleport. We say hello to Will Hopper, UNA. Uh, going into Rick and Bubba University officially today, starting to work on his degree in common sense. That now, of course, deemed a superpower. It's time to vote. Big Love's on the phones at 866-WE-BE-BIG, and we will be voting only on these five choices. Speedy? We got Whopper, Big Willy Womp Womp, Frank the Tank, Big Hop, and Rogue XL. All right, say it again. <laughs> Whopper, Big Willy Womp Womp, Frank the Tank, Big Hop, and Rogue XL. I cannot stress them enough. With Bubba smacking. I cannot. That's st- it. That's, that's it. it. That's it. Our big smack would have been. Or smack it. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's our nickname for Bubba. All right. So smack now. Let's, uh, let's, let, let me be clear again. We've made the decision on the final five. That's it. Mm-hmm. So to, you're wasting to, your to contribute, you are. To contribute I'm sorry, Rick. another listen. choice is a waste of all the time. Everybody involved. It's a waste of the going tickets each time. Yeah. It's a waste of my time. It's a waste Sale of time. Team Rick and Bubba's time. It's a waste of your time. It's a waste of the listeners and viewers' time. So we're voting on what again, Speedy? <laughs> Rick, uh, Rick's passion with this speech every I time. Know. It's impressive. <laughs> right, right but now. no one here. We got Whopper, Big Willy Womp Womp, Frank the Tank, Big Hop, and Rogue XL. That's some good choices. Here's what I've noticed. I'm it, a little disappointed. Listen, in coaching and parenting <laughs> and, and being a boss, any of those three things, if you're putting those any of those positions, the only way you ever stop bad behavior is somebody has to pay a terrible price. Right. I'm yet to figure out how to punish someone so severely for this yeah. that no one would ever do it again. I don't know how to do that. Uh, but, I, hey, let me tell you something. But I'm, I'm thinking. You're trying. I'm, I'm gonna the come effort with, is there. Uh, if I could find a way to like to just say this person, like from this moment forward, like if I could instantly put through the phone like, you know, uh, some kind of diarrhea for the day. Yeah, like, like, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we, we call it DFD. There you go. Yeah, and and all of a sudden, if I said it, it happened. Everybody's like, "Oh gosh, be careful!" Oh, watch out. He'll, like, him, he'll throw that on. He you. just dropped a DFD on somebody. <laughs> yeah. right, if you could tase him. All right, Jim and Dothan, which which one of those five are you are you voting for? Jim and Dothan. Hey, buddy, I couldn't hear y'all. Y'all were breaking up. All right, seen her. Right, then I'm gonna let you go. Uh, Frank, which one of those are you voting for? <laughs> no diarrhea for me, Rick. I'm voting for intern breastfed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, 
We know what <laughs> we, we thought the time change would help, you know? Yep. <laughs> haven't heard from him in a while. Heard from time. That's oh, excellent. Oh, good to hear that he's still around. I have yeah. to say, there was a weird side of me that thought that maybe Tyler had gone the way of Ric Flair. Yeah. Uh, Ricky. Uh-huh. Ricky, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Which, which one are you voting for? Speaking of diarrhea, Big Willie doo-doo. Okay. Rick, Rick, don't forget Rick's speech. I know. Whatever you're so passionate about it. Lord Jesus, I know that I shouldn't pray for things like this, and I and you, Lord, ultimately will make the decision on whether this should be done or not. But I petition to you to punish the people, the two people just called, in some way, shape, or form today. I'm certainly not calling for death, but something close. Uh, We continue. Uh, Rick, obviously, your speech did some good. It really did, didn't it? What? Now, now I know how it feels to be everybody who was ever my teacher. Yeah. Uh, Wyatt, go ahead. Big Willie Wop Wop. Finally. I've learned something, though, and I'm better than what I just did. Jake, go ahead. Frank the Tank. Thank you, buddy. Mm-hmm. Hi, Rick and Bubba Show. What's your vote, please? Jerry. I mean, Terry. Big Willie Wop Wop. All right. Thank you, Terry. Thank you Let's go to Jim. Jim, what's your vote? <laughs> Big Willie Wop Wop. All right, let's go to Kyle. Kyle, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. What's your vote, please? Big Willie Wop Wop. Thank you. Let's oh, go to let's go to Bobby. Your vote? Big Willie Wop Wop. Oh, Greg, this is on you, by the oh, way. I know. Alan, what's your vote, please? Frank the Tank. Thank you very <laughs> much, Chris. What's your vote, please? <laughs> Frank the Tank. Oh, it's oh. making it right. Stretch, thank you. Joan, what's your vote, please? Frank the Tank. Oh, oh boy. But Corey, what's your vote, please? Big Willy Womp Womp. All right. Oh, that's that's Let's go to uh, Nikki. Nikki, what's your vote? Whopper. Okay, thank you. Wow, okay. Let me cut Greg's mic off. Let's <laughs> <laughs> Johnny, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. What's your vote, please? Big Willie Womp Womp. What's the score? 7-4. Seven, 7-4. Seven, passion. Four. Four. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go. And Amy. then Whopper's got one. Uh, Amy, what's your vote, please? Big Willie Womp Womp. Uh, Here she comes back. I know it. Trey, what's your vote, please? Frank the Tank. Oh. All right. So, yeah. Look, guys, 8-5. 8-5, eight, 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 Big Willie Womp Womp okay. Look, we're down. To, it's, 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 we got to go two, How about this? It's a two-horse race. It's a two-horse race. Okay, let's, uh, let's start. have been trying to vote. <laughs> <laughs> let's, start with, uh, let's start with Adler. Adler, which one are you voting for? Frank the Tank. All right, Frank the Tank is in. Helmsy? Uh, Big Willie Wop Wop. Okay. Greg? I'm Frank the Tank. Hey. Bubba? Frank the Tank. I'm also Frank the Tank. Where does that put us? Frank, hold on, hold on, stop. <laughs> All right, uh... Dead gummit. All right, so I, I think you went Frank the Tank. Everybody you never, you went Frank the me. Tank. Everybody oh, went we Frank the Tank. What's your vote? to me, yeah. and you hadn't voted. Now we had one Willie Doo Doo. Remember <laughs> earlier? Yeah. So, so it's ten Don't nine. Frank the Tank but, wins. But I'll say, what would your vote? Wow, be? you got a vote. Oh, you got a vote. I did. Oh, you did. Frank did. the Tank. Okay, yeah. so Frank. He's gonna draft with so, his daddy. Look, Frank. True. Everybody voted for Frank the Tank. Remember, even drove to Tennessee to get a ticket. How about this? How about this? Listen, remember, everybody voted for Frank the Tank. What about Tom Room? Top rope. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I was kind of hoping somebody made me think about top rope. Well, it's been a big week for me. Yeah, look at he just keeps down to the ball. Yeah. So welcome to Rick and Bubba University. Frank the Tank. There it Frank is. That's the a good tank. one. 
Break the tank. Sick him. Break the tank. Eat it. <laughs> you got to do the gun. Yeah, pretty good on that one. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's yeah. a good one. Did you have one that didn't matter because, you know, interns don't get to pick their own name, but did you have one that, that you would have? Is this where you wanted to land? Um, this is a good one. This is this is up there. You I don't think I had it. a specific one. I was looking for like a Will Ferrell or Rogan reference. I think. Okay. okay. Yeah. Well, you you were almost you were really close to being Big Willy Womp Womp. Uh, yeah, that was that would have been a that would have been an interesting one. Okay. Well, look, uh, I, we, we welcome you to university here at Rick and Bubba. It's a it's a degree in common sense, but it will not come easy. Okay. Okay. We'll shorten things, so I might go, hey, Tank. You know, or sure. something Frankie, like that. Frankie, Frankie. No, yeah, so just answer. Will you shorten that. it, or okay. will we all just go? I, I think I'll always call him Frank the Tank because I just yeah, love that way. So easy to say. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I tell Frank you, the Tank. I tell you what's bad. Some of them got nicknames in the past, and if you make the mistake of shortening it, and yeah. you didn't really think mm. it through, yeah, it's mm. bad. and then you say something, like, oh wow, well, let me, yeah, let that, me, let me make a note not to shorten that, that one again. Yeah, that summer. So, uh, so <laughs> big, <laughs> Rick. I believe, I believe. You know, we talked the other day about doing it at nine o'clock hour. As we once you got through the initial onslaught, well, and that's. The other day in the 9 o'clock hour, I think we had one vote that was actually on the list. Yeah, it was only right. one. Matter yeah. of we made the decision. Um, this did go better. You still had a few sleepers on but, but I'll tell you what it oh, was. you got to have a few. Part of more. it was operation error on my part. There, there's something I did. If I had done what I meant to do, we wouldn't have had that. And that's, uh, that's to come from here up. Well, Don't come from there down. Uh, they're, they're sitting on you. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, bottom of the hour, we'll be back. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Eight six six, we be big is our number. Thank you for being with us today. Uh, we've got we've got uh, interns, Big Love, and now Frank the Tank uh, working on phone calls and helping out Adler. Uh, there on YouTube and also taking care of our guests in the golden ticket seats today. So Frank the Tank now officially into Rick and Bubba University. Uh, MyPillow.com, look, if you don't have one of uh, the great MyPillows, uh, you need to go ahead and make a move on that today. Th- these pillows have changed the way we sleep. I mean, we were skeptical. We were. Uh, but 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 we, we discovered once we tried them, my goodness, this technology really does get the head in the proper sleeping position and out you go. Uh, if you would like to use the promo code Bubba uh, at MyPillow.com, there's always savings there. But we do want to alert you. They have their, their truly outstanding Giza Dream Sheets have now been added uh, alongside the pillows and the mattress topper. Now, if you don't know about the mattress topper, that enhances any mattress uh, because you get the technology from the MyPillows, uh, but it just lays across the top of the mattress to make the mattress even better. And then the Giza Dream Sheets are available in a variety of colors, and like all of the MyPillow products, they, too, come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. And how about this? I'm getting great feedback from those of you that have worked uh, to get these sheets, and you've got them in, and now you're sleeping on them, and you're loving them. Uh, so if you'd like to get 30% off on the mattress topper or the sheets, go to MyPillow.com, enter the code Bubba, also RickandBubba.com, under the Sponsors button. James Bond fans, Bubba is holding a story that might be of interest to you. Do y'all love James Bond? I do not. I love uh, I mean, James I, Bond. I, I, I like James Bond okay. I did years ago, yeah. but the, the current ones, I, I quit when, uh, what was the last one? Roger Moore left. Yeah, I was a Roger Moore fan. He's my one. favorite. He's the one I grew up with. It, yeah. it, it so, might have been that after, you know, they had that one movie that had that name, my mother may have banned me from James <laughs> Bond, and I don't I don't remember that. Right. But I, I, it was kind of like, I, that. you know, when I was young, you know, certain things would draw you to him. I was always drawn to war movies. Yeah. Uh, westerns. Oh, uh, yeah. 
I was never drawn to James Bond or Star Wars uh, as a kid. Now I've gone back as an adult and and seen some of them, and I and I still today prefer a Mission Impossible movie over a James Bond movie. Well, I, they're they're similar in some ways. The yeah, James Bond yeah. legacy has continued. Daniel Craig. The okay. ones they've done with him have been kind of dark. It's had that Batman yeah. Gotham City type look to it a little bit, mm-hmm. but I still I still like the character, and I've I've seen all of them. Sure. Although Roger Moore by far my favorite. The Probably last one I saw Pierce was, Brosnan was my second favorite. Was Moonraker, Bubba? That right. tells you how long. Well, I've you're done. you're behind a few, but yeah. what a good one! Yeah, you know what a good, good one. one. Had the shuttle. Well, if you've got enough money, you too can drive a James Bond official Aston Martin DB5. Ooh. The company has announced that in honor of the historic James Bond series turning 25 years old, um, that it will be producing 25 new DB5s, the model that was used in the movie Goldfinger. Hmm. Now, you may remember that. It will feature battering rams, retractable bulletproof glass, the ability to produce oil slicks and smoke screens to full chasing cars, um, it will huh. have, and there's two things that will not be operational. The ejector seat will not be operational, Dang. although the button will be in the car and the, uh, dueling machine guns that, uh, appear behind the taillights will only be reproductions. They will not actually they fire. Won't fire? They won't but fire. But I can do an oil slick. You can It says it's, it says it's operational. Is there anything in there that when you roll through these, little, you roll through these little towns that have robots taking pictures of your car and then sending you <laughs> traffic tickets? Is there anything that will shoot those and yeah. kill them? Can you shoot them with that machine gun? Yep. Now they they say that there'll only be uh, twenty five of the cars, and they're going to cost in American dollars before tax around three point five million as it stands right Hello. now. Hello, my goodness. They have already taken orders for twenty of the cars, so I guess there would be five more available. So they will roll off the production line late this year, early next year. Now let me tell you what that means. That's a lot of money. That's people. There's 20 people that that said this car is available. It's three and a half million dollars. I'm in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, do Never you even blink? Do you remember? Did you see the movie Goldfinger? Do you remember? Oh, it? Yeah, it was I a good one. Sean Connery was in it. Yes. And uh, but it was a good one. It scared me as a little kid. I really, honestly remember this. So I guess by the time in those days a James Bond movie <laughs> got to TV. It probably been out a long time, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, for yeah. it to be on TV. See, it, uh, but it was on TV. Adler, and- see if you see the car chase in Goldfinger. It's at night, and he's uh, he's using all the gadgets on it. I remember being a Arlen kid. Arlen Q showing it to him, and I looked up on TV, and there was like somebody's body painted gold. Yeah, and it had yeah. like, and, oh, yeah. and, and they were like, he dead. turned everybody to gold. And, I, and I remember it just terrified me as a kid. Yeah, yeah. Is that the you one remember that had pl- the Japanese guy throwing his hat? Yeah, people with yeah. It? The the plot of the movie was, if I remember correctly, was that Goldfinger was going to blow up an atomic bomb at Fort Knox and oh, yeah. make all the gold radioactive so his would be more valuable. Right. Is this the scene you're talking about? Uh, this is probably one of them, yes. Yeah, you know, because there'll be a, a yeah. number of cartoons. Yeah, he already there. hit the oil slick on him, I think. Oh, so, so, so he, <laughs> he's doing... Uh, <laughs> so it, this, There's Bond. Yeah, I think this is where he hits him with the oil slick right yeah. here. Or the machine guns. Okay. You see That's Skype right there. Right, so, <laughs> let me see what happens. Right, so this is a James Bond... Car chase. Oh, here you go. Oh, here you go. Oh, yeah. There's the oil slick. There's the oil slick. Now, see, I'd like to be able to do Can you really do that in these cars? Well, I bet it's water. The cars. Oh, well, that was a quick wow, blow up. That was effective. Yeah, that <laughs> blew him up quickly. <laughs> I got rid of him. They it. say the car will not be street legal. So, oh, so you just uh, have, what do you do with well, it? Well, then they might as well just light their machine guns up. Then. Well, I guess you drive it around to the catcher.
Yeah. Uh, it does have the rotating uh, plates on it, which, uh, by the way, would, the, would help yeah. you all, Speedy, with all these cameras getting your picture. Look, Connery's yeah. not even yeah, sweating. Really. It. Connery knows uh, his car can do anything. Oh, He's yeah. not even worried about it. <clears throat> so what's this right, What's just, this move here? That's quite a chase. Oh, it's got to be the machine guns. He's, he's pushing. Yep, bulletproof. <laughs> some more award-winning radio. Yeah, <laughs> no, great. Watching a movie right here. Watching a movie on the radio. Well, you, know, you, get, you get the idea. I look find, how, I look how car is pretty effective. Yeah, uh, yeah. Is this where he puts some missiles out? It, look, in, it, he, how, he's just <laughs> fired up. I love James Bond. If you had wait something minute, to so, eat watching this, you'd be upset. Wait, wait, wait a minute. If I'm going to pay $3.5 million for a car I can't drive? It said it's not street legal. So they Rick, may that have, makes I'm, it even I'm better. Something for you, Bubba. They You're, might have to do some things to make it street legal. I don't know. Uh-oh, the, he just threw the hat and knocked the girl down. Uh-oh. Oh, the, 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 but hat. You better watch so, it. So I guess Remember I, when Jethro Bodine wanted to, to be a double-knot yeah. spy, and he got him one of them steel hats. He kept slamming it on his head <laughs> and knocking him <laughs> out. So, I forgot he was that a was spy. So, that was so funny. And he had a tape recorder taped to his boot. <laughs> you could just see it. <laughs> so so I want to get this right. So I guess this would be a collector, just like the Darth Vader yes, costume. I think yep. so. You would right. take it and sit it in some sort of garage where right. you probably have other things people can right. see. Probably so. Right. A showroom of some So type. it's a, a $3.5 million memento. i got to get my mind just like buying But the it's Darth a Vader. working car. I mean, I don't know what, why You're it's right. not street legal. If you got a, that kind of money, you probably got a lot of property. You can ride yeah. around on your property or something. Is that what you're doing? That's in my mind I am. If i got $3.5 million, I bet i got a pretty good spread somewhere. Yeah. If you're putting it on a car, a James Bond car. Yeah. Well, I guess yeah. so. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, because it, they're going. we said we thought Darth Vader's costume was going to go what for What's a million and a half? Uh, it was more than that, wasn't it? Bubba something deep. Uh, <laughs> so, so he looked weak over there. <laughs> Easy, Adler. <Yeah. laughs> hey, that's warm, though. Hey, eat it. It's warm. Oh, I bet that's good. Easy, Adler. Sooner or later, Bond's going to move on to things other than cars. <laughs> yep, yep. He's going to work seconds. on something else. Right. Dan's going to try to go get a little red Corvette. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, so thank you, Speedy. Yeah, no, it's yeah. twenty seconds. By the way, if y'all want to know, <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> Rick, too, too far. <laughs> I meant that to go a different way. Yeah, uh, so, about right. Yeah, so anyway, uh, so if you want one of these, you got three and a half million dollars to spend. <laughs> yep, you get in the game to get one. You get in the game to get one. Bubba, you getting one? No, no. Oh, come not. on, come on, going it, Bubba. Can't even have a James Bond. Oh, I know it. There's yeah, five left. <laughs> How much they want for it, like I said. I'm sure that one be floating around somewhere. Oh, yeah. 866, we be big as the number. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to the Rick and Bubba show. Here we go, 10 minutes to the top of the hour. Coming up later in the program, we've been talking about, obviously, the country now, as we predicted, embroiled in a, a very important conversation concerning personhood uh, and, uh, and who can be denied life and not. And, of course, this has stirred, as we knew it would, a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, debate. And that's fine, but the debates need to be actually factual. Uh, we'll actually talk to uh, Roland Warren with CareNet coming up later in the program because we certainly don't want to just be pro-birth. You want to be pro-life. And we'll talk about that topic, especially involving the church, coming up. Now, I don't know who this person is. Now, keep in mind, we've already had one protest uh, from uh, Alyssa Milano that is basically, without her <clears throat> thinking it through in her emotion, she's promoting abstinence. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. So we, 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 we give her a thumbs up on that. Thank you, uh, 
uh, for acknowledging that if you go on this particular strike, you would not find yourself in this situation, right? So now we've got another one. Now keep in mind, and, and, I, and I realize that we have to keep explaining this over and over because I'm getting emails every day. This, all right, now once again, I explain this. So, but, but if you're going to protest, and I know the emotional left, it's all emotion-based anyway, at least think it through. You know, mm-hmm. if we're going to have a, an argument, we're going to, not an argument, I hope it can just be a, a, a debate, let's at least be level-headed and let's at least have both points right. So here's some model that I've never heard of, Emily something, Rada Tajowski or something like this. She's, she's put on social media platform. Now, she's mad at our home state of Alabama. Of course, she's going to have to be mad at Georgia and Missouri as they're working too. But, you know, ours is, <clears throat> is, is the most controversial right now because of what it was designed to be that way. Yeah. So it goes before the Supreme Court to now have the case on personhood like we had with Dred Scott back in the mid-1800s. So this model, now think about this. This is her protest about this topic. She has posed naked, uh, and she has uh, you know, some flowers placed in, in different areas. Now listen to this. First of all, let's talk about the facts, and then I'll let you say what this person says. The facts are as follows. The state of Alabama put together legislation and a bill that was carried forward by a woman. Okay, write that down. The governor of Alabama who had to sign it for it to be law is a woman. Listen to what she says. This week, 25 old men voted to ban abortion in Alabama. Uh, no, 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 they, they, they actually didn't. Um, that was actually, they were women and men. They got together who have a different point of view than you. Uh, it was carried forward by a woman and was signed by a woman in, into law. So you don't you don't even have the protest correct. And then your way to say to what you claim were twenty five old white men that they shouldn't mistreat women. You're going to show them that they should have more respect for women by posing naked. Uh, I don't yeah. know if you know this. The whole posing naked thing keeps leading to this problem. Yeah. Uh, th- this you, you, you could not have a protest that's more messed up than this one. Uh, I mean, first of all, you, you said, I will have men lust for me because I am upset with the behavior of men. Uh, and then I'm going to claim that men made a decision that actually women and men made, inclu- yeah, inclu- including the only way it could be passed was to be signed by a woman. How'd this happen? <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. But, but again, I, and the celebrities are really hanging on this one. What, what being male? What does it have to do with debating on where life begins, whether you're right. male or female? Well, you know, we you always saying that's what the debate is about. Well, it goes back to this too, and they, what, they all keep throwing that out. There, well, they yeah. keep changing it because what do we always hear? And by the way, this is factual. Well, it takes two. Absolutely. Well, that's right. Well, then women and men <laughs> would be involved exactly. in this discussion mm-hmm. because on one point you tell men they need to take responsibility. Correct, one hundred percent correct for their behavior and the results of their behavior, and especially if that if the result of their behavior uh, has produced a child, you say this man, rightfully so, should take responsibility for that unless we decide to kill him. Then he's out. Yeah. And, and most men uh, who do this, well, that's a woman's choice. They don't want to make the choice. No, they They're copping the out because they don't want to be a, and a part you, of a tough decision. And what mm-hmm. do you say? Men don't care about anything themselves. They don't even care about these women. So what have you done? You've allowed them not to be involved in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my point. It's that's just it's yeah. just riddled with contradictions. So, yeah, so if we're going to discuss it, let's at least understand it. And I'll say this for again every time we get a chance to talk about this because I had some people email me yesterday about it. Saw some stuff on social media. The reason why the Alabama bill 
cannot include an exception for anything other than the life of the mother is because if those exceptions are put there, it will never get to the Supreme Court to debate personhood. Because if you allow those exceptions that don't involve the life of the mother or the life of the unborn child, now the discussion about personhood and life is over. Yeah, you're just you're just picking based on situation. Yeah. If you keep the exemption for the mother's life in, it's still life. Th- then you're 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 looking at life and life, and that that will move it forward. Another thing, and a guy told me about this yesterday. You can't have it both ways. He was talking about he was talking with a woman yesterday, and the woman was saying, "Well, I disagree with y'all. A woman needs to have the right to make this choice." And he said, "Well, which woman?" And then of course she walked right into his trap. She said, "Well, the mother." He goes, oh, a mother. Well, mother can, of what? You mm-hmm. can only be a mother if you have a child. Yeah. Right. So you are deciding where a child's going to live or die. You just <laughs> called yourself a mother. Yeah, so so exactly. the, only, the only women who are mothers are women who have children. That's a great point. <laughs> yeah, so so you, you, you've got to be able to let, – let's, let's just have a real discussion, mm-hmm. and then you know we'll decide as a country through, through the options available – just like we had to decide on Dred Scott, I think we all agree. I mean, I had somebody put yesterday out there. They said, "Well, I'm just, I'm just really uncomfortable with once the Supreme Court and everything's decided on something to go back and overturn things." I said, "Okay, so based on your logic, if we did, if we never did that, based on your, because your comment really is you're against this decision, right? But right. you're trying to be sharp by saying, well, you know, once something becomes a law, I said, so it, based on what you're saying, we should currently be living in a society where African Americans are not people." Because at one time that was the law, and it was it was confirmed by the Supreme Court, and we went and we changed it because it was immoral, and we we woke up and said, "What in the world are we doing?" That's all we're doing here is going back and saying, "Was this ruling of Roe v. Wade claiming this is not a person was that correct?" Mm-hmm. And then if it and if and if people if the if the court says yes it was, then everybody can get into their own spiritual convictions. Uh, their their you know, and then if they decide. No, it isn't. Then, listen to me, then the states will then have their debate on any exemption they think should be there. Okay, and then we can certainly at that point debate on whether you deny life to somebody because of the evil actions of their biological father. Is that right or not? That's that's another debate that comes after this decision's over. But it can't go there with those exemptions now because then it won't be heard on the on the, the real question of personhood. So, so be sure yeah. be sure you understand that. So, so because that that's the key to to not understand that. And of course, here's this 27 year old person that doesn't even know who made the decision. <laughs> and and then her way to say <laughs> that men should be more respectful for of women is to pose naked in front of them. Well, well, you <laughs> well, lost your mind. I mean, well, what's wrong with you? <laughs> I mean, you you've got to have some kind of screw loose. I mean, that's just. I mean, there's something not right about you not being able to think that through. Well, and and both of them's protest in this is degrading because they're basically saying our only option in this, instead of discussing it, Correct. is to either withhold or tease. Correct. And that's using their body to do that. Absolutely. And, and to me, they're just demeaning what they say they're working against. Right. I mean, isn't that what we're trying to remove from the discussion, that we're, we're people here and we're going to have a, a legitimate, honest discussion about this? Some of the arguments don't wash. You've pointed those out. Right. Let's just have a simple argument. No doubt. When does life begin? When does life begin? And is it okay to take a life? Innocent. An innocent mm-hmm. life. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're not talking about capital punishment. No. no that's a whole different. No, that's, that's, not, that's, that's not different. in this. 
That's not in this at all. And how about this? Somebody's on. We're not talking about miscarriages. No. If you're being told that any of these laws have a woman. By the way, the Alabama law doesn't even put a woman in jail if the law becomes law. If if the abortion takes place, they put the doctor in jail, the person who performed it, not the per, not the woman. Right. Right. So, yeah, so they're out. They're out there. That. They're going to be putting women in jail. No, that's not in any of these laws. If you have a miscarriage, you're going to jail. That's not true. That's all false. Completely false. All of this is right now is trying to get to a debate, as Bubba just pointed out. Do we want to do what we did in the Dred Scott case and say, let's look at this again based on what we now know? Were we right in to declare this was a non-person, or was that a mistake? That's yeah. that's that is the. Honest and fair discussion. What I like about this is our side in this is being totally honest. There's no hidden agenda here. We're telling you exactly what we want to do, what we're wanting to do it, how we're wanting to do it, and then give the states the right to go back and regulate that based on other issues at that point. And then you can debate those exemptions whether they're legit or not. Right. That's a, that's that's after all. That's this. that's something that should happen in the state after they're given that right again. And certainly, you know, if you're saying 25 old men did something while standing naked before them, that, that's, well, the, that's you, the wrong thing. Again, you don't know civics. The House had to vote on it, too. you got to look at that makeup. Yeah, we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This is Donald Trump, President of the United States. Honestly, I think this is the first radio show I've done as president, if you want to know the truth. And you're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. To promote integration, assimilation, and national unity, future immigrants will be required to learn English and to pass a civics exam prior to admission. Six and a half minutes past the hour. It's the Rick and Bubba Show coming to you from the Rick and Bubba Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. You can get us on America's boldest radio stations on the Rick and Bubba Radio Network if you have an affiliate. If not, you listen to us on the TuneIn app. It's live streaming and a free download of the TuneIn app. Just search the Rick and Bubba Show to be sure you have our feed. The live show every day, followed by best of moments for the last 25 years. You can also catch us on our daily archives on the Rick and Bubba podcast channel. That's also free. Just subscribe to that. You can watch us live on YouTube by subscribing to the Rick and Bubba YouTube channel. Again, that's free. And you also get an archive whenever it clears YouTube court. And you can go back and watch that on your time as well. If you'd rather just have one hour of Rick and Bubba archive for you commercial free, uh, then you can watch that on Blaze TV. If you're a Blaze TV subscriber, you get that along with all the other great Blaze TV programs. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler, Team Rick and Bubba here. And also, I'll be Rick and welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy. There he goes. Rick, glad to be here and thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba experience. So we talked about Trump very coming out of the break there. You can't always get. What you want? Incredible. Really amazing. Don't be stupid. But if you try some, <laughs> okay. you might find deal or no deal. I don't wear a toupee. It's my hair. All right. So, according to Kellyanne Conway, President Trump is now tackling a problem that has not been touched in 54 years, and that is what does we're not just going to talk about the border and illegal immigration, which Bubba's got you a nice little story on that today. We're also going to talk about what we're going to do with legal immigration and what we're, we're going to set up some standards that you have to achieve in order to come through 
our legal immigration process and become a legal American citizen. And you heard him mention a couple mm-hmm. coming out of the break there, and that was that you're going to have to learn to speak English. And, boy, that stirred some people. Oh, yeah. I know. Highly offensive You there. know what that's going to mean, don't you? That model's going to be naked this afternoon. <laughs> yeah, no, she, that's she, it. She I'm getting that. naked again. What's her name? I can't never I think can't of her name. I can't pronounce naked. But I, some people are saying that she gets naked <laughs> yeah. every time she's married. Yeah, she every does. time she has some issue, right. she strips off and takes naked. pictures to protest. Yeah, so, Speedy does well, well, how, how I'm mad at you, Greg. I'm getting naked, Greg. Right. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> so she says, here's, here's how the proposal looks, because he wants to take it twofold. Uh, and he says full and final border security, which he's been talking about for the you know ever since he was running and the last year, four years of his presidency. And then the second part <clears throat> is we're going to have we're going to modernize and have a merit based immigration system. And so we got to secure the border, and then we're going back to merit based legal immigration. Which that's this is not new. This is right. this is how it once was. Mm-hmm. Well, at once we weren't allowing anybody to come in, Rick. So this is this is something that has took place and now needs to be updated. Right. And and so he's certainly being vilified again. For, well, let's hear let's hear part of you. Well, you well, this part here is just talking about the contrast and what the Democrats want and what they're okay. proposing. Okay. Right, uh, but he doesn't break down the merit stuff uh, in this clip. There's a, a lot of clips, but it, it kind of touches on what you mentioned. Today, we are presenting a clear contrast. Democrats are proposing open borders, lower wages, and, frankly, lawless chaos. We are proposing an immigration plan that puts the jobs, wages, and safety of American workers first. And, you know, one thing he talked about, too, is is that this was not a political decision. He said he went to the border and his administration talked to those that are most affected and, and are working the border on what needs to be done and let let them make a lot of these decisions. Yeah, and, and he talked. this was yesterday when he, he finally came out and said, look, here's going to be our uh, a plan, and they're calling it immigration overhaul, mm-hmm. uh, and it's going to dramatically, Bubba, alter how we accept people into the country, uh, and it's going to take the current system uh, and it's going to upend that system in order to uh, favor job skills rather than family ties. There's one thing. Yeah, well, it's 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 got that. It's got a visa uh, lottery. Uh, right. Is what we do now, and th- this will be merit based. You you can get points, if you will, based on your skills, based on what you're bringing to the table, based on the fact you can speak English, and it will be easier for you to assimilate into American culture and not form a subculture uh, living in Texas and other places. And all of this is good for the country. This is this is the mixing bowl. This is the soup that we always hear about. Uh, but we, we've, we've let this illegal immigration go. You have people coming in. You don't know if they're, if they're criminal or not. You don't know if they are, have uh, vaccinations that we require here. We've seen upticks in these diseases that we had pronounced dead years ago because we're letting people in that don't uh, have not been vaccinated properly and carrying disease. And we know that we have now a serial killer that they now that they believe is being credited with 11 deaths that came into our country illegally. Yeah, mm-hmm. we've got that in Texas right now. Yep, yep. And I had it right here and it's disappeared in my stack. But so. but it, it's pretty <clears throat> straightforward and and what uh, what the Trump administration is saying is this isn't even about something to run on. It's not a 2020 document. Uh, we want to act right now in 2019, right? And we want full border border security, as I mentioned, and then of course modern, modernize the system 
and make it more of a merit-based system as opposed right. to, like you said, Bubba, hey, I've got a family tie, so you got to accept me no matter what my situation is. Yeah, and see, so many of these things are just a, a goofy game. Like we were talking about the disease things the other day. You come to the border, and they can give you a TB test, but it takes like three days to get the results back, but they can only hold you for two days. <laughs> so, mean, you know, it, you know, mm-hmm. they let you in. Oh, my goodness, his test came back positive. You never see him again. They they rotate these kids in. They, they were seeing the same kids yeah. come over and over and over mm-hmm. because of the family tie part of it. Um, they even proposed some uh, genetic testing for that. So um, a lot of this has got to change. We've got to update it and, and get it real. But when you start getting the best of the best, and, and to, let me point out, too, because some people don't understand this, when you have jobs that are being done in the U.S. and especially closer to the border, and they make a certain wage. When you just let tons of people come in, some of those people will do those jobs for less, and people will fire the higher-paid people to pay lower wages to the other people. That's what he's talking about, keeping the wages up. When you bring right. in skilled exactly. workers, it does not drive the the average pay per hour down like it would if you just have a flood of people coming in. You know what I think they're making a point on this too, and regardless of what your political affiliation may or may not be, or the way you see this particular topic, there's one thing that we can't deny. And I thought Kelly and Conway made this clear, representing the Trump administration. All you've heard for 54 years that politicians have claimed to care about this, but they've mm-hmm. done nothing right. to okay. address it for yeah. 54 years. Right. Which. If you go to the Rick and Bubba Life Truth about mm-hmm. action is is what indicates truth, then that means everybody told you they were going needed to be addressed, but they didn't they didn't address it. If you keep telling me a problem needs to be addressed, but you don't address it, then I have to come to the conclusion that you don't really believe that, and you'd rather play politics with it than because once it's resolved, just like the tax mm-hmm. system, right. once this is resolved, you can't play it every time you're running for office. You know, picture this. Hey, what are we going to talk about? Hey, what about immigration? Now we solved that. Oh gosh, what am I going to talk Uh-oh. about? Uh, what, what what about lower taxes? Now we've already done that. Uh, uh, what about simplifying the tax system? Now we've done that. Holy, how am I going to play people against each other? How can I promise if you don't vote for me, somebody's going to get you? Uh, you know, and <laughs> yeah. and so you need me to protect. You. Yeah, and if you don't vote for me, gosh, you're doomed. Yeah. Uh, so this is a problem that both them parties have said we need to address, and the Trump administration says, okay, let's address it. Now, of course, you, you know, really, if you look at it, you may not like what he's trying to do, but some people are really vilifying him just because he's taking action. Right. Which means most politicians in the past said, if you don't want to get vilified, just don't do anything. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's all it was. Yeah. He also said, you know, a lot of this is, is a heart issue. He said, if you saw what was going on with some of these women and children at the border and how y'all just mentioned how they're, they're trafficking through and that the cartel is is, you know, we send kids back and then they send them through again with people that aren't their parent just to try to get back in. Yeah. It's, well, it's heartbreaking. She made that happened. point, too. She said this is all under the veil that they care about children and families. If they did, they would do something. Yeah. We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. 21 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. We're back. 866-DB-BIG is our number. Bubba, it's been uh, a topic that has been in conversations and groups all over the country as long as it existed. 
Our show's talked about it for years. We're about to talk about it again. Uh, Bubba, I've often said that youth sports is where people's testimony goes to die. Uh, And, uh, you know, parents and youth sports, it has always spawned drama. Uh, The way people act concerning their children in youth sports is uh, bizarre, to say the least. Uh, And we have one today. Now, we're trying to figure out the story tells us the name of towns and stuff, but it doesn't tell us what state it's in. And I'm trying to figure out Rockland, R O C K L I N. Um, I don't, I don't know where that is. Rockland, somewhere. Uh, the bot- see, this is in Calif- uh, California. Uh, it had that California feel, didn't it? Uh, yeah. But anyway, so what we're going to see here in this video package, people are outraged. There is a ten and under team uh, that's playing. Ten and under. Ten and under. Ten and under. Don't miss wow. that. Ten oh, and under. Serious. We're not talking about the Golden State Warriors yeah. here. <laughs> we're going to see a a woman that was getting complaints against her because it is a parent that is trying to trip members of the other team mm-hmm. uh, as they huh. come by her. How are they that close on, to on, the on court? The, well, you know, in basketball, oh. you sit around the front row. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, a, mean, it's remember, a little gym, too. You so. remember being in the Cracker Box <clears throat> Palace? You ride on the court. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you remember when we had to put our foot on the wall? At to, Cedar to, Springs. To, to say yeah. you're out of bounds? Oh, yeah. So some of these gyms actually are quite small, and even really every gym, if you have bleachers, they come up close to the, to the, to the line there. Um, and so we're going to see this woman trying to give her son's team, or is it a female? Uh, is it, it a it's girl's a, team? No, boys it's a, team? it looks like a boy's team. Is here, it a non-gender team? Is, is this a team? I, I think, it's, I think that, it's fluid. Is this yeah. a team of kids that have not declared their gender? We yeah. don't know what it is. Yeah, it's just so. it's just small people playing basketball, <laughs> uh, small humans. Wait they a minute. All what? Ad- they all identify as 10 and under. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. Wait a minute. Are they even humans? We don't well, know. Are they a person? Uh, but anyway, so – here, here's the video in, in the. Or is pack. this a fetus league? <laughs> oh, Bubba, <laughs> that's good. Wow, it's it's edgy, but it's good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is courtesy of Fox Forty. Okay. I like that. Shocking video captures oh, the moment hat, a parent sitting courtside at a youth basketball tournament in Rockland appears to stick out her leg to trip a player from the competing team. <laughs> He's clearly Players, out of bounds. Coaches and parents from the Cornerstone Basketball Academy based in Vallejo traveled miles away to take part in the Hardwood Palace tournament on Mother's Day weekend <laughs> against the Folsom Elite Basketball Academy. Um, but this specific team is our 10-year-old and under team. Eugene Solano is the director of the Vallejo team. He says he was first notified by his players during the game of unsportsmanlike conduct uh-huh. from a parent sitting on the bench. Was that one of the kids during one of the timeouts had said, hey coach, there's a parent on the sideline. Huh. It's, the, it's a woman, you know, I think she's wearing a pink hat, pretty specific. Um, and she's telling their kids to elbow us in the face. Solano says coaches and oh, parents Day often weekend. record video highlights Happy to Mother's show Day. back to their kids. He says the same footage also showed the woman in the pink hat appearing to stick out her foot while a nine-year-old Vallejo player dribbles the ball past her. Is this a specific incident that occurred with this particular parent? And, you know, are there other parents who take child or youth athletics this seriously where you would actually attempt to harm a child? Both directors from the Folsom Elite Basketball Academy issued a joint statement in response to the footage saying, We have been made aware of the video and we have addressed the situation with the parent involved directly. 
It is our policy to manage all disciplinary matters in a way that is effective and productive so we can eliminate incidents in the future. Written by, written by, of course, somebody's lawyer. Right. Um, so um, that, um, I got to tell you night. something. I, I mean, I mean, in all fairness, you did choose to come play in an elite basketball academy. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I'm not right. being, I'm not condoning it. Here anything. we go. Yeah. But it's almost like her leg, she couldn't help it. Greg, she pulled like a reflex. You remember when, when Coach Tomlin for the Steelers tripped that guy going down the sidelines? Yes. It's like he, all of a sudden you just couldn't help it. Too much bad man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's like she was going for the trip. And then she was like, eh, maybe not. You know, I mean, it's like her leg just involuntarily yeah. went well, out. Well, I think she realized now, she was out of bounds and I'm she was wasting you, the trip. Yes. And Bingo. Yeah. And, of course, and after Bingo. the fact, she was telling her kids to elbow the other one right. in the face. Greg, if you take yeah. – Greg, let me say this. If you take <laughs> – to your point, if you take I tell the kids to elbow the other kids in the face yeah. – then yes, I am the type of person that when I got a shot to trip you, it's involuntary that I'm trying to trip yeah, you. It just happens. That's who I am. I'm going I, to trip you. I got to I got to do whatever I got to do to help my son's ten under team win because this is a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> I got my pink got, hat on. It's Mother's Day. Yeah. And it's Mother's Day, <laughs> and and we are talking ten under. We're not talking about. Yeah, it's serious. Yeah, this yeah, is not I mean, five year olds out here. No. <laughs> So these kids can't actually go to the bathroom themselves, right? <laughs> Just barely. <laughs> yeah, that's it. But guys, I, if you if you've there's, there's. It, where, where are you at? I mean, where are you at in your life right there? You know, um, you know? If, if 10 and under basketball means that much to you, that's the thing you have to. And I remember even thinking, how can it mean so much? Where was that? Greg, I remember when that happened, but he was he actually scared him, didn't he? Did when he trying to get out of the way of it? He, he jumped out there. What was it? Remember, then he walked off, tried to act like he didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. That, well, and you remember the, the guy from Alabama? Yeah. He, Came off the sideline and tackled the yeah. guy. He just said, look. I just the got footage of that. He didn't even have a helmet on. I, I, just too much mamma in me. I couldn't help it. Couldn't help it. And so <laughs> this well. woman's saying, just, just too much uh, elite academy. Yeah. <laughs> Woodbury elite. <laughs> Whatever. Something. <laughs> <laughs> Wood, Woodbury, was it? <laughs> no, I don't think it was. <laughs> it's close, by the way. Flossberry or something. Something, something elite academy. It is an elite academy. I mean, yeah, when 10 you come years here, old. You're hey, an elite 10-year-old. Greg, Greg uh, we've already said that we're very into basketball. Yeah. Because this is all we do. Yeah, is we have we an elite, travel. An elite, These are the elite tenure on an, Mother's Day. Right. Oh yeah, we're Greg, not even taking Mother's Day. Greg, that's not just any ten year olds. We got These, are, these are the elite basketball ten year olds. right. <laughs> you know what that means? There's some kid somewhere that's in the family that doesn't play basketball, and his whole life's been destroyed because his family travels everywhere with his, with, <laughs> his, with his brother and this goofy <laughs> team. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> probably. Mom, what am I doing this weekend? Going somewhere to see my brother play again? Oh great, great! Another weekend in some place watching basketball games mom mom and dad i don't really like basketball can y'all care about me <laughs> one weekend can i do something i want to do let's keep just cheering your kid on you loser can we stay home once <laughs> cheer your brother on disappointment uh so uh so yeah i always feel bad for the siblings of the travel team oh yeah yeah, the only worse is the sibling of the beauty pageant kid. Oh, oh that's the only worse one. That's hey, to sit out there and audience. Oh, hey, oh my gosh, good night. Uh, I told Amanda the other day we're eventually gonna have to do something with Maddie. She's six now, and all right. she knows is going to her brother and sister events. Yeah, right. So <laughs> we're gonna have at some point we gotta we gotta commit. Yeah, guys, yeah. at some hey, point. Hey, that's the, then you got three going. Yeah. Hey, listen, mm-hmm. and I probably shouldn't do this on there, but may I make a suggestion? Please do. I know you love your kids. Yeah. Okay. That's not even up for debate. Sure. You love them all. Most of the time. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm talking. Yeah. You love them. I didn't tell you approve them all the time, but right. you love them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, hey, honey, I know these two have a tournament this weekend. 
think I'm gonna stay at home with Maddie. Yeah, I'm gonna give Maddie a weekend with Dad. Yeah, and uh, we're gonna go do we're gonna go do what Maddie wants. Oh, to I'm do. the I'm I'm an expert at that. Right? Oh, Rick, you, you talking about somebody? Yeah, yeah. right. I, I, you, I invented that move. I tell you what, oh, yeah. I'll, I'll help you load up all the unending coolers. <laughs> yeah, I'll help you load up all the Here's garbage the that we drag yeah. from one field yeah. to another or one court or one whatever. Maddie yeah. said she wants to go watch old guys play tennis this weekend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> how about this? I'll load all that up in the car for y'all for y'all, and I'm gonna stay back here with Maddie. That's it. Maddie wants to go see the, the latest Disney movie. We're going to do that, eat popcorn, do what Maddie wants to do. Y'all yeah. have a good tournament. I've been to all of them, but this one. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes now past the hour. Phone troll, first one of the day. Frank the Tank taking your phone calls right now. All, well, nine of the ten lines are available, so come on in here. There's room for you right now. And Frank the Tank will get you lined up, and we'll go through the your calls. You know, boom, boom, boom. A 30 seconds of pop, that means a lot of you will get in right now. Uh, you may get a timeout from Bubba or Helmsley if they think your call needs to be expanded on. Uh, but uh, if you're getting in line right now with Frank the Tank, know that because of the phone trail, we'll get to you quickly, so be ready to go. SimplySafeBubba.com. I do want you to know about this. A lot of security companies out there, uh, they, they do a very stupid thing, uh, and your place gets barely enough protection. They don't really have you covered like they ought to, and then you get charged a ton, and you still have places in your security net that uh, are susceptible to people being able to bypass it, and then you're locked in to overpriced monitoring. And you have some contract you can't get out of. Well, with SimplySafeBubba.com, you install it yourself. They customize the system to cover every single place that needs to be protected. They give you all sorts of options on watching cameras live, what's going on at your property. Uh, they monitor for $15 a month, and they do not have any hard wiring or drilling that is necessary. You don't even need tools uh, to install this system. Uh, so if you'd like to move into modern-day security that's less expensive and more effective, then go to simplysafebubba.com. Uh, we'll give you free shipping along with a 60-day risk-free trial at simplysafebubba.com. Uh, let's start with Marine in West Point, Georgia. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone troll. Marine, you're on. There's 30 seconds, and go. Hey. This is about the immigration issue. Yes. My daughter, several years ago, lived in Missouri, and she said in order to get benefits, you had to speak English. They just didn't offer it in any other language. Mm. You just had to speak English. To get what? Benefits. Oh, yeah. So you're saying yeah, benefits. that, that kind of that unofficially solved the problem? Yep. Uh, if you mm. wanted to know how Maybe to get Maybe I the- could research it and see if that's. You know. Yeah, well, it's not unreasonable, and not, that is a good idea, but it's not unreasonable for a country, uh, and let's just, you know, it always seems to be like we're made out to be the bad guys. Let's yeah. say that I said, you know what, I'm packing up my family, and I'm taking this, and we are going to move to France, okay? It would be reasonable for the country to say in order to be a full-blown citizen of France, you need to learn French. Yeah, and, and, and why, why would that be? Why is that a good – why is that a good uh, – well, a good standard to have because you want to assimilate into the French culture. You don't want to have your own little bubble. Not not that you forget your culture and you don't bring things in and add to the greater good. But, Rick, you have to know that to understand the news, to understand uh, how to get around, how to do transportation. Right. How, how And as you become more newsworthy, that helps you to make uh, logical choices when you vote and exercise that. 
And, and again, there's a difference in being accommodating. If I'm a business and I deal with a lot of folks of, of Spanish descent, there's nothing wrong with me offering Spanish language as, as part of my service. That's being accommodating, and I think we should. But it's also nothing wrong with asking people who are wanting to become permanent residents of your country to be learning a, a, a basic comprehension of the native language. Yeah, you, you hit on it. If I wanted to be a productive citizen of, of France quickly so I'm not a burden to them, I should know their language. You're right. Uh, and that's not an unreasonable requirement on no. their on their part. No, uh, I, I would say it's quite selfish to to want to go in and not learn and, and assimilate. John Indicator, one hundred point three, the River. John, thirty seconds. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm a liberal that believes that once a law is in place, that you shouldn't change it. So I'm going to give back my marijuana, and I'm going to give back all of my illegal Hispanics, and I'll take six slaves. 20 guns, and aspire to be like Angola, Afghanistan, Liberia. What do you say? Yeah, that, that, that's the, the – yeah. you're, you're showing the flaw. Makes sense, you're, doesn't it? You're showing the flaw in the logic uh, of those that say, well, no, well, something's a law, you don't change it. Well, I sure am glad we did those. Well, we uh, changed a few of them rather dra- dramatically, Rick. If not, we'd still be curtsying to the queen. John and <laughs> – in Robertsdale. John, the go Queen ahead. had legal authority to well, this land. Well, in all fairness, yep. if you want to get because they took it, if you want to get <laughs> yeah. to liberals, and certainly it is true, the one thing that they play on everybody is is they want to call you a bigot or a racist. So if if they ever say, well, you know, now once this Roe v. Wade became a law, we can't overturn it. Go, well, that's a very racist thing to say. It is. So I guess under your logic, Dred Scott should still stand. And buddy, they don't know what to do with that, and it is a blast to do it. I got to do it yesterday. Uh, let's go to John in Robertsdale. John, uh, welcome to the program. You got thirty seconds. Go right ahead. Good answer, John. Go ahead. Hey, John. All right, John, you're there. I had a dream the other night about uh, me and Bubba, and I believe it was Betty was attending some kind of class or seminar, and instead of staying in a hotel, we were staying with some family. Well. Their parking area in front of their house was like a Dollar General store parking lot. And I went to go to a convenience store, and I turned around, and Bubba's screaming and hollering, somebody help me, somebody help me. They're they're stinging me. And I guess it was like wasp or something that was stinging him. And I looked, turned around just in time to see Bubba trip and go rolling down the parking lot like in a barrel roll. And all I could do was laugh. I couldn't help him or anything. And I actually woke myself up laughing. <laughs> so that's a real dream. That's a dream. John, wow. let me say it this. Was, it was a, hey, hey, listen. When I woke up, I wrote it down on on, on a sheet of paper so I could remember it. <laughs> that's right. John, that is a detailed dream, to it say is. the least. And you know it what? Was. Anytime you can laugh, whether it's the show or in life or in a dream, I'm glad to have lied. That, that, mm-hmm. Isn't that funny? Mm-hmm. Right, John, so that, did you eat pork? <laughs> well... You must eat that. late right before you went yeah. to bed. That's uh, one of the time, make you have one of the timeouts. <laughs> Helmsley, Helmsley gave his to John because we had to hear the end of that. Uh, we continue. I was barrel rolling. Uh, <laughs> let, let's go to I'm Heath. Hungry. Heath in Alabama. I'm hungry. Heath, go ahead. Thirty seconds. Good morning, guys. Two things. Uh, one, what is the uh, the phone number that is played during the phone troll music? What is that phone number? And uh, I'm tubing, tubing here in Alabama, so we got to see it. Oh, right. wow. oh go red shirt. No idea what those uh, tones uh, numbers actually are. <laughs> he's tubing for the two. Oh, he's for March. Oh, this is a new one. Bubba, look. <laughs> hey.
Bluebirds. <laughs> oh, that's good. Did you pull something? Uh, that's yeah, so good. You now, if you're mad, do that naked. Let's go <laughs> to mad. Jessica in Birmingham. Play it. Play it. 104.7 WZZK. Jessica, go ahead. Hey, one quick thought. Um, as a pro-lifer, I, I was still in question about, you know, a young child being raped or getting pregnant, et cetera. And I had a perspective on it. And the hardest things in my life has been when I've learned the most. And I think if you get pregnant that way, you know, even if you give it up for adoption and you're a youngster, that, that, I have a daughter myself. That, that would be difficult, but that's a neat perspective for me. You know, going through that would probably teach you a lot. Yeah, yeah, well, it, it, it's 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 a horrible, horrible thought. Now I have to say again, we—that's a conversation that we that we're going to have state by state after this gets before the Supreme Court. There's a reason that is not in there. Now the things you're talking about, when we come back and say, do we want to put that exemption in there? Uh, then sure, that 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 is a good point. I, I, matter of fact, one of the biggest pro-lifers out there right now uh, was the product of an unfortunate attack by somebody and raped this person's mother. And her statement stands, should I be killed because of the behavior, the evil behavior of the biological father that, that was part of producing me? So y'all should kill me because of what he did? And certainly, yeah, There's really three people yeah, involved yeah. in this, and you've got to look at it from each side. And that side has not been looked at. And we can't address that exemption that way until we establish, do we believe this is a person? Now, once the personship is settled, then you can come back and have a real debate on whether that should be there or not. And certainly, as you mentioned, ma'am, it would be a very difficult thing to have to go through for anybody, and people have done it. Some people chose adoption, which is a great option for the child because the child's innocent in all this. And you have, like James Robinson, who was on the program, probably one of the most successful evangelists. You know, Billy Graham's the best-known name, but in the 70s and 80s, James Robinson was right there with him, uh, and and no telling how many people you know are now going to spend eternity in heaven because of God's use of James Robinson, and he is the product and was the product of rape. So you have to think the whole thing through, but we have to get the first thing established first, personhood. And once that's been established, then you can talk about exemptions in a way that now has all the cards on the table, for lack of a better term. Mm -hmm. Uh, We continue. uh, Let's go to Florida. Keith is standing by. Keith, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Good morning, Rick and Boobois. Hey. Hey, Hey, Mm. Speedy, was it you that got the ticket? Uh, yes, mailed to me from Tennessee on some obscure road. I'll I didn't tell you even what, know. Man. Out of yeah, if, if it wasn't sent certified mail, I wouldn't pay it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. okay. The only problem is they have your license plate. <clears throat> yeah, and I, I'm getting conflicting reports because they say it's I more of a civil it. thing, so it, they'll just turn you into a credit agency if you don't pay it. Correct. Which you don't want which that to happen. Great either. So Ooh. I'm I'm a call about it today. It just, just kind of weirded me Speedy, out. A I'd bit. stick it to them and not pay. I'd show them. <laughs> Is that what you do? <laughs> then I'd speed through there. <laughs> let's go. Check. Hey, let's that. test it. Let's test it. You just don't pay. I'll I ain't paying. I'll, I'll get naked. Jerry, get naked because you're mad about it. That's it. it. Uh, Jerry, go ahead. Check <laughs> this out. Morning, guys. Hey. Listen, uh, speaking of Speedy's ticket, Greg mentioned this morning that they got him through for open container. <laughs> well, I Googled that little town, and you, I found a picture. You can plainly see him holding one of those rainbow-colored Bud Light. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. The queer man. Ah. That word's legal. No, that word is legal, and it's part of that acronym. <laughs> oh, I don't know if you got that. I'm that like, word's hey. legal. Buddy, there's things, hey, there's things that are legal you shouldn't say. No, that's part, that is not considered offensive. That's not Greg, back to the pit. Back, back to the pit. 
That caught us all off guard. I understand. Hey, I understand. That is not considered offensive. I know you're by that group. I know you're saying that they 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 have brought the word back, which I, I thought that word was supposed to be gone. I've always wondered what I would do after the show. <laughs> yes, that's not. A, that, it's in, it's in the, we'll update our resumes in a bit. They together. added it to the LB LMNOP. Y'all think we can in all there. work in one insurance office? <laughs> right. Okay. Let's do that. So, so when you pray, God show me what your will is for me going forward. Uh, is this part of it? <laughs> Uh, 14 minutes to the top of the hour. 866 We Be Bigs, our number. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Eight minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show. We're back. Thanks for being with us. 866 We Be Big. All right, so Bubba, you got the answer. We had a caller. That said, all right, when we play the bed music for a phone troll, that is a song by, from Sugarloaf called Don't Call Us. Is there a sponsor we need to thank? No, we don't. <laughs> Look, we got a timer eating better. Okay. The, 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 it was a late pick, yeah, and it, it was worth right, it. But, well, uh, look, wow. you, I know that you've been struggling this Pound morning. Pound cake so. is hard to get down quick. Well, I knew you were struggling this morning, so I knew you needed a little something there. Right. Uh, so uh, but, but so the, the Don't Call Us by Sugarloaf, the guy asked, do you guys know what actual phone number when you hear the tones is actually related to? And Bubba did some researching, and he has it for you. Well, Rick, here is the answer that Wikipedia gives. They stayed in the song, area code 212. So we know I'm, that's there. And I do that sometimes during the song. But it is an unlisted number of a CBS record exec in Manhattan who had turned down the band for a record contract. Yeah, and that, that song is about them being rejected. Right, so that they just used the number that they had that they had been calling to contact them. Now, they, they also say uh, that there's some irony in this, that if you go to area code 202, it's also the same number of the White House switchboard. How funny is that? Huh. So there you go. Uh, Bubba also— But that doesn't give you the actual digits. You know? I want to ask you about yesterday. you could look up the switchboard of the White House. Yeah want to ask you about uh, yesterday because you know we're now living in the land of podcast podcast oh, yeah. everybody's got gosh one. we got we got i got a podcast i'm not afraid to use it <laughs> and uh so uh the, a friend of ours you've heard him on the program a lot over the years scott dawson ran for governor last year evangelist and uh he his ministry has started a podcast uh and uh, bubba and i have both uh, been guests uh individually uh, mine was i guess what maybe a month or so ago uh, and then, Bubba, you were interviewed yesterday. Yeah, Scott has actually interviewed everybody he can think to interview, and now they're at the bottom of the bucket. Correct. So I went yesterday. Yes. And, uh, no, we had a great time. Uh, I'm simply calling it Bill Bubba Bussy, Raw and Uncensored. Raw and Uncensored. Yeah. I oh, knew yeah. this was going to take place, and then when I saw the pictures, <clears throat> I, I, I Dawson is, in the podcast world, he's got a good setup. Oh, yeah, he's he got does. a real nice setup. And, uh, you know, he's got some repurposed wood in there for a little backdrop, and uh, he's going to try to move it into the video area before long, so. Uh, by the way, just got a text from him. That, that, that is code name for old wood. Right, 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 right yeah, there. Yeah. By the way, he just texted me. He just canceled the next interview. It was with Greg Burgess. Uh, <laughs> Wait a minute. Am I, I, wonder, out now? I wonder why. He, just, on, he, just dropped he did say something about the Good Time Gang together. He didn't know if he could take uh, yeah. you or me or Speedy by himself. I don't know if he's got that himself. many mics. I like that repurposed wood. So, we're going to do it here, Bubba. Look at that. We're going to put some repurposed yeah. well, no, wood no, in let here. Me tell, let me tell you, if you look, because you know what I thought about that. If you look, though, on Dawson's pictures. Play it. All right, what is, what is he on Instagram? I'm, I'm looking at you on Instagram. Do you have him? Yeah, he, uh, he's got one on there, too. It, I, I, it, they got a picture of me on there. Of course, I'm 
I'm making that goofy face like I'm making a point holding yeah. my finger oh, I love up, that. and they yeah. used yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I, had, I, I did the same thing. They wanted an action shot, and I did, you always pretend like we're doing something. And, but, you know, James Spann's son works uh, there for him. He's his uh, technical director. So. But if you look, there is a picture of him interviewing like four youth pastors all at the same time. Right, so he does have some other mics. He's got some extra okay. mics that he brings in. Were they so, as good as his good mics? Now, that I don't know. The funniest thing to me was Scott got an instant replay. Which is this thing right here. If you're, and, if you're, yeah. a, if you're a tuber, and he actually, you're a tuber, is that right there? And he actually told the story about a radio station that had several new ones in a box that he got. And I said, so, Scott, you got a hot instant replay? And he starts laughing. I know. I, you know? I, I said the same thing when he brought us to Scott. Do you, you realize what you're saying? <laughs> he, was, no, no. he said, no, the person who had it gave it to me. I said, well, that's what the – but the only thing that's different is a thief didn't sell it to you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, right. it still well, could be – It's almost proper. like the thief said, I found it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what does Scott have on, on a, one of those? Does he have a bank nine? He's, he's got, got his – He's got you know, a little bad music he likes. Okay. Yeah, he's, he's got a little theme music he plays, but he – and he, he did the applause once or twice. You know, he got kapooya, kapooya. And I, I said, Scott, you don't <laughs> have the you don't have the overlays to he go over. And he said, Yeah, I don't know where to get them. Yeah, he didn't know how to do that. Oh, so, so. well, darn it. But he he's actually a, a good host. He does a pretty yeah, good oh, job. Scott does a great yeah. job. He does a great job. It it was fun. I really enjoyed it. it. I don't know how long we recorded. It seemed like about an hour, but it flew by. We covered a lot of topics. Talked about the show and. Early life, and uh, you know, of course, I covered all of y'all, and you know, private details of your life. That's perfect. <laughs> it we, is an expose. Uh, yeah, we we talked a little technology, so that was fun. Yeah, so uh, that I, I guess it'll be out. Is it? Will it ne- be? It'll be next week. I'll let you know the exact yeah, date. Okay. I think it'll. I think the street date is next Wednesday or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's so, when it'll drop. Yeah, so we'll have yeah. it. <laughs> so, boom. So, so it looks like periodically you'll get uh, members of the show or whatever interviewed. And I was kidding, by the way. Yeah. The Good Time Gang's not going to be on there. Well, he, there's no way he would ask no, us to be no. on there. And, and honestly, if he asked me, should he do that, I will say no. He asked me, Scott well, asked me to smart. play golf the other day, and he's already questioned that, I'm sure. So. Oh, yeah. Well, that's well a, the that's good news response. is he, yeah. he, re- he records it multi-track, and then they, they edit it down. So if you you know if you know say something inappropriate, he can take it out. Were you approached, were you approached by, by Scott Dawson 2.0 well, about this barbecue thing they're doing, too? Uh, yeah, he mentioned uh, he wanted to, to – can I say what it was? Well, because I was asked about it too, but I just can't find about the rating barbecue places. Correct. Oh, and I told they him, want I me said, to do one of those too. Well, I told him, I said I would be terrible at that because I like them all. You know, I don't. Yeah, I'm not one of these bad. people. I see. Well, it's not that I don't see big differences. You know, it's like when you talk about going to a Mexican place, right. or we all refer to it as cheap Mexican. They're all pretty close. Are, you know, there's maybe one that has a cheese either. a little bit, but, yeah, it's mm-hmm. not cheap anymore. That's a misnomer. Some may heat the sauce as opposed to it Some make mm-hmm. the chips. You know, there, there may be one that I like the cheese a little bit better, but for the most part, I yeah. think the no, same right. truck delivers to all of them. To yeah. your point, and you, you've eaten at this place too, but I was asking somebody because I know you see barbecue places very similarly. I mean, similarly. Similar. <laughs> so anyway, I was standing, <laughs> in a, I was standing in a place of business that was near a new barbecue restaurant in Birmingham. And I said, tell me something about this over here. And, and you had been there, but, you know, you did your typical. They're all about the same. And, and so I said. <laughs> it's all good. Though. Yeah. And I said, uh, anything about that right there that, it, that I'm going to find in there that I can't find at the 11 others that I frequent? Mm-hmm. And their answer was no. I said, so really it's the same type experience. Yeah. They said, I, it, it just pretty well, much Rick, the same. Well, you Rick, once you get it good. I mean, there's only so good you can get. Yeah, we're not saying right? they're all bad or me. No, we're I'm not saying good. that at all. I'm saying they're all good. One might have a, a, a biscuit I like a little better, or the cheese is a little different, or the chip might be a little this or that, or they might have a special bowl the, for the pork. A, you know, is always 
pretty comparable. But yeah. now the brisket, yeah, now you can get a little difference there. Some and brisket better than and sometimes and ribs. And yeah. ribs usually are different. The pulled pork and inside chop and all that's usually pretty it's usually comparable. about the same. But See, Greg would be much better. He t- he's more detailed in his be, analysis. They I need love, to have you on. I'm that. all about some. Brisket. I would be all good, 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 better, good. Yeah. <laughs> Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Warning, this program may be found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultant goobs. Two conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America, Rick and Bubba. It is six minutes now past the hour. Rick and Bubba show from the broadcast plaza and teleport. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, Team Rick and Bubba all taking the field for another hour. Rick and Bubba University, uh, we got uh, Frank the Tank and Big Love earning their degrees in common sense from Rick and Bubba University. Common sense now deemed a superpower. Welcome back uh, to get everybody on the field. I be Rick, and there's Bill Bubba Bussy. And I be Bubba. Glad to be here, Rick, and thank you very much. Bubba, we we, we have uh, this conversation that is going on, and it will be, it'll dominate uh, the headlines because our country is now being cast into a conversation once again about personhood, and and, and all that we talked about extensively. But right now, with Roland Warren uh, with CareNet, we want to talk about uh, a, a very important part of, of preparation for however this ends up going in our country, the bottom line is the problem will still be there. And for those of us that are on the pro-life side, cer- certainly we're going we're gonna to fight uh, for the, the life uh, of that child, but what we can't be is pro-birth. That means that we convince uh, a, a woman that she should give birth to the child, raise the child, or give that child up for adoption, but she shouldn't take the life of the child and then we get we get her to understand that we love her. We show her the the real choices, uh, informed completely. And she says, "Well, you know what? I, I, you're right. I don't have the right to do this." And then we say, "Well, good luck to you." And then we just go off and leave her. Uh, and and that that's not being pro life. That's being pro birth. Uh, but Roland Warren and Karenet go a step further and say what we really need to be is pro abundant life. And Roland joins us now. Roland, welcome back. Uh, well, you and I have talked. Uh, meet the rest yeah. of the guys, and welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Hello, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Good, to, good to speak to you again, sir. Hey, well, Roland, glad to have you, Bubba here. So, if, well, hello there, Bubba. If you go, uh, you, there's some great videos uh, there at CareNet.org. It's Care and then dash Net.org. We have that in show notes, and you can see Roland kind of unpacking this. But Roland, in a nutshell, what what do you mean when you say to all those that are watching and listening right now? We need to be a pro-abundant life. And you think this is something that the church really has missed? Well, yeah, it is. You know, the pro-abundant life perspective is really based on John 10.10, where Christ said, I came that you might have life and have life abundantly. And so what he's really talking about here is not just physical life, but he's also talking about a unique type of spiritual life that only connect, comes with a connection with him. So the way I talk about it or think about it from a biblical perspective is that it's, it's a heartbeat 
that is heaven bound, heartbeats that are heaven bound. And so from my perspective, if we're going to be Christians around the life issue, we need to be not just pro-life because an atheist can be pro-life. In other words, just solving for bringing the child into the world. But we need to be pro-abundant life because we need to follow the team leader, which is Christ. And his why statement was, I came that you might have life and have it abundantly. So we should want kids in the womb, outside the womb, not just to have physical life, but also to have this unique type of spiritual life that only comes from a connection with Christ. And, and who are the people who have that message, which really what I'm talking about is being disciples and, and linking to the Great Commission. Well, it's the folks of the book. It's the folks in the church. And so we should want to connect these, these folks who are facing unplanned pregnancies and pregnancy decisions to the life support that is in the church. In other words, help them become disciples of Jesus Christ. Not just the woman, but the child growing inside of her and also the guy who got her pregnant. That's a transformational way of thinking about things as opposed to a transactional way of thinking about things. And that's really what I mean when I talk about being pro-abundant life as opposed to being just pro-life. So, well said. Uh, This goes back to, you know, I remember hearing many men that I had great respect for when they talked about the call to missions. And they say, be careful that the call to missions just doesn't turn into social work. There's a lot exactly. of people. There's a lot of people that are not followers of Christ that believe in social work, uh, you know. Because if you haven't solved the spiritual issue of all involved, what have you really done? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And you know, if you think about it, you know, your sign ends up saying "Thank you, come again." I mean, that's a retail model. You know, that's <laughs> yeah. what Walmart or any retail establishment. And frankly, that's what Planned Parenthood sign basically says. But Christ's call, he said, "Come as you are, but don't stay as you came." Amen. Come as you are, but don't stay as you came. In other words, you need to be transformed. And so if a woman comes to a pregnancy center or has support and she leaves and and she doesn't have God's design of fatherhood, motherhood, sex, and marriage relinked in her mind, um, then obviously there's an opportunity for her to come back again and again and again. And and I think just from a Christian perspective, you know, that's not really what we're called to do. We want people to be transformed – by the gospel of Jesus Christ, which means that we have to make sure that folks are transitioned into the house of God, and, and, and that means that folks in the church have to be coming alongside these folks, not just, not just to save the baby, not just to help the woman, but to help them become followers of Jesus Christ, because every good work that Christians do is supposed to equal discipleship. That's why we do it. That's the difference between social work, right, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and Christianity. Right. Christianity, we do good works to an end so that folk may become followers of Jesus Christ, and that's why Christ did the good works that he did as well. Roland, let me ask you this. I, I know that there are certainly ministries out there to help moms who bring children into this world who choose life. But I don't think if, if we are successful in changing the law of the land, which I hope we are, I don't know that we're prepared for the onslaught of that. Do the churches right now need to be gearing up in a massive way? I mean, a a Manhattan Project type of way, a land a man on the moon kind of way to be ready to deal with this in the way you're talking about. Absolutely, and that that was one of the things that came to me several years ago when Texas had a couple laws that put some restriction on abortion clinics, and we started to get emails from some of the pregnancy centers saying, gosh, we're seeing more clients, and and God kind of downloaded it into my head. My gosh, are we prepared to win? I mean, overturning Roe v. Wade will not outlaw unplanned pregnancy, won't 
I won't overturn sex outside of marriage, any of that. Right. And that means that all these, these women that are facing this and the men that are supporting this are now going to need life support. So life decisions need life support. And frankly, there are only 2,700 pregnancy centers roughly in the United States, but there's 400, over 400,000 churches. And so that, that's why we have to start viewing this issue not primarily through a political lens, or even a material support lens, but through a discipleship lens so that we anchor the work that we're doing in the Great Commission to go and make disciples and to teach them to obey all that Christ has taught us, which means that we need to come alongside those folks, small groups in the churches. One of the things I say often is, you know, we have small groups in churches, but most of the time small groups are about us loving us. Yep. What if our small groups were trained, and we have a resource called Making Life Disciples, which is designed to train small groups in churches to come alongside clients uh, at pregnancy centers and even within the church. What if our small groups, instead of being just about us loving us, became about us loving them and really walking in and seeing this issue as a mission field the way we do other issues because it's a good work. And a woman facing an unplanned pregnancy, and, and the guy who supports that, they're a mission field, and we have to go to them in the same way that we go to others. Yeah, and, and if you don't know, this is um, if you, I was introduced to you know your ministry, carenet.org, and everything, Bubba, you're talking about the problem, right? The solution, that's what CareNet is all about. CareNet, yep. and this is to give you some of the tenets, says we seek transformation, not transactions. We love to love women, men, families, and babies. We're not just pro-life, we're pro-abundant life. And, and it says there's nearly, nearly one million babies aborted in the United States every year. That's one child, child's life terminated every 30 seconds. So it, it goes on to talk about that they, there's, what, 1,100 life-affirming pregnancy centers uh, that are part of the christ Center movement you're talking about, and there's hotlines and there's hundreds of church partners. But to Bubba's point, you're here today because we don't have enough. I mean, we, we, we need more. Absolutely. This, this, is, this is the life support that, that, that folks need. I mean, look, you know, I grew up in a single mother home. Um, my mother got pregnant the first time when she was 16, 17. Uh, I got my girlfriend pregnant when I was in college at 20 years old. We got married. Uh, we've been married for 30-something years. And, you know, when I look back on why, even though I grew up in a father-absent home in the black community, why when I got my girlfriend pregnant, husbandhood and fatherhood were linked? Why was that? Well, it was because I went to church, mm. and I saw those models, and I saw pastor, my pastor being a husband to her and a father to her child, to, the, to his wife's child. And I thought to myself, my gosh, wait a minute. Even though I made that mistake, I don't want to make a second one. And, that, and that's really important because the other part of this, which is really, really key, is 86 86% of the women who have abortions are unmarried. 86% of the women that have abortions are unmarried. And so it's not just an issue of the sanctity of life. It's also an issue of the sanctity of marriage and family as God designed. Mm, mm. Those two things together. So if you really want to reduce abortion, the only way you're going to do that is to rebuild a marriage culture. And we in the church have an understanding of that, of God's design for that. And so kids need to be able to – it's hard to be what you don't see. And so they need to be able to see that so they can be that. So even if she's a single mother, her little boy, a little black boy like me, can look and see folk who are married and aspire to that. And daughters can do the same thing. And that's how you end up with not repeat clients, so to speak, but people who are transformed, who become disciples, who make disciples, who live and love like Jesus. That's what it means to be pro-abundant life. And all that information you can find at care-net.org. Uh, if this intrigues you, and I sure hope it does, 
because we need, need to take this on from this perspective. This is transformation perspective. We come back and we talk to Roland. He also has uh, authored a book that I believe will be perfect as we get uh, closer to Father's Day. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Two minutes past the hour, Rick and Bubba show. We're back. Eight six six. We be big. We've been talking uh, with our friend Ronald Warren about uh, his uh, organization CareNet and, and talking about being pro abundant life. If you missed that conversation, uh, his website is in show notes. You can go there, watch videos where he lays this out, or just go back to the podcast today and hear the last interview because this one, this next segment, when we wrap up, we want to talk about the book Bad Dads of the Bible. Father's Day is approaching. I don't know how your dad will take this if you give him this. But but anyway, the, the book is available. We have that website also at rickandbubba.com in show notes. So, so Roland, you talked about – I mean, we, we've talked about – you and I had this conversation on the phone to the yeah. point that we, were, we ended up both just preaching at one point in the parking lot. But, but, and, and that is the church talks on and on about the importance of the dad and then does very little about it other than Father's Day when the message is predict, produced to, to tell the dads how important they are and how they're neglecting what they're supposed to be doing. But maybe with a strange concept, and we're doing this at our church and have been for the last four years and trying to implement this at other churches, you actually disciple men uh, yeah. back to discipleship again from spiritual infancy to spiritual maturity so they can be the men uh, that, the, that the Bible says they should be. But one of the things the Bible's done for us is to show us how not to do it through right. re- through really some really powerful men of the Bible, and you you call this bad dads of the Bible, eight mistakes every good dad can avoid. So a- absolutely, <laughs> give us some examples. Who are some of the bad yeah. bad dads? Well, yeah. So I certainly you know it's funny because we you know I looked at David and uh, mm-hmm. looked at David uh, particularly through the, the lens of fatherhood and and uh, you know the bad dad mistake that David made was he was uh, paralyzed by his his past failures, and I kind of talk about how. Uh, some certain things that he did in his past impacted his ability to respond to Absalom, and then and then how that impacted uh, impacted a, a generation of, of, of folks in his family. Um, I talk about Abraham, and you know most people when they think about Abraham, they think about his relationship with Isaac, but Isaac wasn't his first son. Ishmael was, right. and that one was really very relevant for me because Ishmael was 13 when Isaac came onto the scene, and he was promised to be the child of the promise, and then all of a sudden. You know, Abraham comes to him and says, well, not so much. I mean, how do you think that a child being abandoned that way? And that was very real for me because I grew up without my father. So there are a lot of Ishmaels out there uh, in, in, in a proverbial sense as well. So I really looked at all of these, these folks of the Bible, Lot, you know, um, Manoah, um, all these different men through the lens of fatherhood specifically. Because when I was with National Fatherhood Initiative, I was president there for almost uh, over a decade and I want to engage the church, and there was always this perspective that, well, if men just become good Christians, then they'll be good fathers automatically. And that caused me to go back and look in Scripture and say, well, gosh, here's David who had a heart for God, and yet in some specific areas around fatherhood, he stumbled. So there's something very specific there. So as I say often, wise men learn from their mistakes, but the wisest learn from the mistakes of others. And God left those stories unvarnished right there in perfect view for us, for fathers everywhere to learn from those things. So it's not saying that you're a bad dad. It's saying that you can learn from the bad dad mistakes of others, and I think we all should be interested in that. Yeah, Lot, you you mentioned Lot, because I've talked about this before in messages, because the problem that Lot had, which I think a lot of dads have, is when Lot finally tried to tell his family, including his wife, we have to leave, 
Sodom and Gomorrah, he had no credibility because he had taken them to Sodom and Gomorrah and had exactly. lived in this place and loved this place. But when he decided to leave, he had no credibility to get everybody to follow him so much so it, it cost the lives of his son-in-laws and his wife. Uh, well, right, and that's, yeah, that, and that's what I talk about with Lot, that he pitched his family's tent near temptation. He pitched his family's tent near temptation, and, and when that happened, so when it was time, first off, he should have never pitched it there. Right. And, and as a result of pitching it there, it made it difficult for him to leave, and then, and then he was in the midst of that, and his, and he, and his family actually uh, had consequences for that. And there are consequences for that when you pitch your tent near temptation. So I talk about pornography and some other things yeah. as a way that, that's contemporary in terms of how, how we as men can do that. Yeah, when Dad tells you not to do something that he does all the time, it just doesn't work. <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, 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 the other thing, Jacob, you know, we talk about this a lot. He clearly uh, had a sibling rival, rivalry situation that was very unhealthy, and you say, and he failed to deal with it. Yeah, absolutely. And you, you think about what happened there. And it's interesting to me when I was looking at, at Jacob because, you know, God actually took Joseph away from Jacob so that Joseph could be the kind of man that God needed him to be. Mm. It's very interesting that, that you see what happened there, how God used that. And I, from my, as a father perspective, I look at that and go, wow, gosh. I mean, because what Jacob was doing is he was basically passing on the same legacy. There was a sibling rivalry between him and his brother. That's right. And he was passing that same perspective on to his sons as well. And you would think that you would learn from that and do differently. But you didn't, and it's and it's interesting because you find actually at the end when Jacob is blessing Joseph's sons, Joseph sees that his father might be doing something very similar. To that when he's trying to put the blessing on the younger rather than the older, and he catches and stops. Oh no, you're not going to pass this on. And then he has an understanding how God really wanted to do what he did. And you don't hear of this sibling rivalry between Joseph's sons in the same way that you did against, with Jacob's sons and with Isaac's sons. So we have an opportunity to break these legacies yep. of, of, of mistakes that were made in the past, but we have to be open uh, to the wisdom of God's Word in order to do it. Now, Eli's sons, they were a mess. Eli didn't discipline his sons. They became, the, I mean, so, so much so they blasphemed the, the temple. Yep, absolutely. Same kind of thing, where he honored his sons more than he honored God mm. uh, in that way, and, and there was destruction that came to his family as a result of that, even though, again, he had a heart for God. You know, so that's why this notion of, well, if you're just a good Christian, you'll be a good father. No, there's some very specific things that it takes to be a good father. And, the, and I tell guys, there's only eight mistakes. There's not nine or ten. So you get these eight down, you're good. <laughs> well, I love, too, when you go back, because you know, then you, you clarify the mistakes, but then in yep. chapter 10, here's six things a dad must do to be a good father. So you, you, don't, you don't just show what not to do. You then yep. end the book with going, and here's what we should do. So, so, so it's comprehensive. And yeah, it really is. And it's kind of that same principle that you know, Christ says, well, if you take demons out of a person and they're not filled with something, that what comes back even stronger. Well, that's the same notion there, that here's some things that good dads do. And I took really the experience I had in my own fathering life, but also from talking to thousands and thousands and hundreds of thousands of men through different vehicles with National Fatherhood Initiative, things that I learned fathers had told me, those kinds of experiences. It's a really easy read. It's a quick read. It's very actionable. Uh, at the end of every chapter, there's, you know, there's ways for you to kind of work through your, your issues. Yeah, tra- look, really I'm, we're, we're looking at it, guys. I hear you. No, it's written the way we read, so you're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so, uh, and it's in show notes there at rickandbubba.com. Rollin, great to talk Thank to you. Rollin. Man, I just am so glad that we got introduced, and I look forward to what God's going to call us to working together going forward. We're looking forward as well. Blessing to you guys. All right, thank you very much. Bad Dads of the Bible. Grab it today at rickandbubba.com under show notes. Rick and Bubba.
You're listening to the Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. 35 minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. We're back. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. Well, trying to do a little better the other day, and you know, I was sitting there trying to move through a little something, get the body moving, sweat a little bit, get the heart beating. And, and I really feel like that my role of being older now and being around some of these younger guys is to help them. And I had one of the younger guys walk up to me, and, and he'd already learned a lesson that day. And he said, I, I don't know how to ask you this. He said, uh, uh, what, what's the code I need to put in to, to get relief factor? Code. And, and I said, oh, so, so the, the samples I gave you, they made a difference. He goes, made a big difference. And I said, okay, there is no code. Uh, it's just a quick start pack for nineteen we We'll get you a three-week supply. And he was like, oh, okay. And I said, so there, you know, there, it's not a code situation. That's the special for anybody who wants to go there to relieffactor.com. And uh, I also had, you know, went on to teach him. He said, you know, that's just wisdom right there. He looked and he noticed that I was carrying a bit of a, a lighter weight uh, for the workout. And he was like, well, you know, we we certainly can do this way. And I said, we certainly can, mm-hmm. but not 80 times we can. Mm-mm. And he goes, I said, you, you got to think about the reps, son. So I hear him back there groaning and screaming and hollering and, mm-hmm. and the workout. And he goes, you know what? Us young guys, we just need to listen to old wisdom. He said, you can't nothing you can do about old wisdom. You, can, you can't. No. I said, I mean, my wisdom is supposed to benefit you. Why did you not just mm-hmm. listen? Yeah, there's only one way to get it, Rick. Live it. Uh, so uh, I told him to go to relieffactor.com like you should do. This is all natural. It's an all natural natural supplement pack. It's got an omega-3 in it. It's got resveratrol, icarin, uh, curcumin. All of these things on their own help with inflammation and the body's reaction to inflammation. But as a pack, it's the Avengers of inflammation. And now all four, they work together, and people are getting great results. You may be in chronic pain, and this is the answer. Uh, and it's natural, so you don't have the bad side effects of the over-the-counter stuff. And, oh, my gosh, what's going on with the opioids right now is, is, is incredible and sad. So go to relieffactor.com or rickandbubba.com under the Sponsors button. If you get the quick start pack in three weeks, you'll know whether it works for you or not like it does for us and so many others. So, Bubba, here we are getting toward the end of school. So this means it's time for seniors to act up a little bit. And thankfully, if I can get through graduation Sunday, I'm hoping, uh, other than some of the seniors trying to bring their dogs to school, uh, that this will this will end smoothly. That's my prayer, uh, that there won't be anything goofy they try to do at graduation or anything like the that. The big finale. The, huh? big, the big finale is young Broderick will be finished, and I will become <laughs> – an empty nester. You know what? I got news for some of y'all. Bubba and I are not empty nesters yet. They keep coming back. If, if, if you're only an empty nester if you get if you get year round have the house to yourself. Greg, you're an empty yes. nester because your kids are married and one yeah. has a child already, and then one has this dog thing. Yeah, they treats like a child. Yeah, but yeah. but I mean, so you they have spouses and have their own homes that yes. they pay for. Exactly. Are you really an empty nester if they keep coming back? Well, Not it's uh, official. You know, you're practicing for it, Rick. You're practicing, yeah. and and right. you know, it's uh, it's uh, the tr- it's a transition. But uh, you know, I kind of think it's number one sometimes. Oh, let me tell you something. You've got you've got some. I love my children. I love my oh, children. Yeah. But yeah. but but as I as I had to tell my wife at this stage of life, and she agreed, and he's here working right now. Brooks, big love, Burgess. He came home for Christmas. And he went back. She went to his bedroom. Said it's kind of sad that this bedroom's empty again. I said, No. Mm-hmm. What would be sad is if it was still full. That's yeah. right. The, what would be sad at his age if he was still laid in that bed right there? That's what would be sad. Yeah. So 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 let's celebrate. Yes. That they're moving into the next stage of life, and hopefully, uh, we prepared them to do so. But yeah. At the end, you know, as as Alice Cooper said, eighteen. 
I'm, I, am I a boy or am no, I a man? No, no, I'm, no, I'm hung no. in between uh, and because uh, I'm 18. So high school seniors have pulled a prank, and it's cost people their jobs. Wow. Have you seen this? Uh, Rick. It's in, uh, I guess, Sunbury, Pennsylvania. High school principal, vice principal, and senior advisor all suspended uh, from the district. Seniors at the high school unleashed a dozen chickens into the school and it did not turn out well. <laughs> oh, my. So, now, why are this – I'm confused. Why are the school administrators in trouble? Well, the because they, they planned it. Yeah, they're they saying, were behind the planning, I think. They're saying the senior prank has been a tradition. Oh, well, that's not so really they, a prank. Then. So they helped the seniors do a prank? Well, well it's, 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 it's kind of like this. You remember, when, fire you, them for that. you remember when I went to see our nephew graduate and, and, a, kid, had goat. and a kid was in line with a goat yeah. and the principal just took it? That it was senior tradition that they give the principal a gift of some kind at the graduation every time, and they gave him a goat. And, it, and, and the principal laughed about it. Yeah, and then he gave the goat back. Then he gave the goat back to the farmer that, that provided the goat. And it was a beautiful goat, by the way. Uh, what they're saying is they did not do a good job of supervising what this uh, senior class would do. It has been a tradition for nearly 40 years, but the prank never has resulted in the suspension of three high school administrators. They said, sadly, desks were flipped over. They toilet papered the hallways. A dozen chickens were left in the classroom overnight. Mm. And the superintendent superintendent said 16 seniors at the high school were responsible. And they say it's supposed to be part of a school prank, which is supervised. I'm with you, Greg and Bubba. I don't think that's a true prank then. By the school senior advisor, but the superintendent said their leadership did not do a good job to keep it from getting out of hand. So he's holding them accountable the fact that we ended up with toilet paper in the halls, Vaseline on the handles of the doors, chickens in there, chickens overnight. left overnight you know in one of the classrooms. And um, Rick, this sounds like the episode off school this week. I you mean, know, you said that it really yeah. sounds very similar. Yeah, it is. That's the spinoff from the Goldberg. Right? Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Oh. And the, and the actress is the one that we did. Grace and yeah, AJ. Yeah. Have you Isn't ever that wa- funny? I love when Hamzy saw it the other night and didn't know we were in it. For it's hilarious. <laughs> What I was laughing and about, Adler, Adler, I got to laughing last night because AJ's the main character in this one, and and she's doing this thing, and I said, you know, I forget we we were in a movie with her. That's kind of funny. Well, and Adler is one of the interviewers. Did Adler's part make the movie? You can see him kind of uh, where he's in the production. It just right? shows yeah, him it sitting there, and it shows y'all sitting. All right, the best well, part's when they're being serious, and you look behind them. The picture they're having this. Y'all like, <laughs> it's one of the. It's the one of the more deeper conversations oh, yeah. they are they're having in through the entire room. movie. I would say it's the moment that the message of the movie yes. is, yeah. is solidified. Yes, and behind this very serious conversation, but I got. But anyway, so the, the students and even parents are saying they think the school is being is overreacting to firing the administrator. I mean, that the principal. They, they said they didn't want anybody's job to be cost over this, but the superintendent says, "Look, these three people shouldn't have let it get to this level." Well, in school last night, they had a goat loose in the school that they'd taken from another school, and the 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 principal herded it into the computer lab. And he thought he had contained it till it started kicking new computers they had in there. <laughs> oh no! And destroyed like twenty five of them, and he he was it looked like he was going to lose his job. Oh yeah, oh. that was like that time Greg Brady stole that mascot and hit it in the upstairs. Remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> I do remember that. I'd forgotten Man, about it, but I do remember it now. Yeah. How do you remember stuff like that? I love that uh, show. You know, <laughs> I, I don't. I remember there, there were so many things. That's the worst thing since Marsha Day to Warren Mulaney. <laughs>
Got <laughs> beat Greg out on the basketball. <laughs> Rick, I love not. I love these news anchors that have to sit at the desk and read hard news and stuff, and then they have to read stories like this. Yeah. That, yeah. that you're like, wow. So yes, yeah, so that's it. Yeah. Well, look, the chickens made a mess. I know, and nobody likes them. The flipped over desk and. And I think the chicken. So do we have a package on it? No, I was just rolling B-roll stuff, but yeah, you can take it anytime. Well, we're responsible for this. Oh, wow. Oh, Toilet papered hallways and a dozen chickens <laughs> left out overnight in classrooms. <laughs> it was supposed to be part of a school prank, which was supervised by the school's senior advisor. But the superintendent says it got out of hand. There was like a lot of toilet paper, a lot of Vaseline all over the handles of doors. Um, there were chickens. As a result of the prank, the high school principal, vice principal, and senior advisor have all been suspended by the Shikalemi School District. Watch your mouth. Students Newswatch 16 spoke to have mixed emotions about the prank. On one hand, it was supposed to be funny. On the other, it did cause quite a mess. As a general rule, I think people are taking it a little too seriously. But um, I could see why people would be upset about the whole classroom destruction and, you know, the teacher, I, um, I can understand why he would be upset. The superintendent is now in charge of the high school. I hope he's all right, you know. I don't want him to get fired or anything. The students responsible were tasked with cleaning the mess. People we spoke That's... to say this prank went too far. Yeah, but this. the pranking oh, tradition here goes back 40 years. We didn't yes. have, per se, the pranks like they're pulling now, but ours were minor. But yeah, we toilet papered, but we did the outside of the building. Okay, well, there okay. it is. Gladys weighing in. Foul yeah. play. Uh, but yeah. look. she said their class took the wagon wheel off the wagon. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That was courtesy of ABC oh, 16. Man. All right, uh, 15 minutes to the top. Final phone calls of the hour are rocking in here now. We got lines available. Frank the Tank, ready to take your phone calls. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. We'll fill up those lines, chat with you, say hello to the Golden Ticket Seats, and wrap this hour up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ten minutes to the top of the hour. Frank the Tank uh, taking phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Lines are available, and uh, we will be chatting with you in phone throw format uh, to wrap up the hour. But first, say hello. I got a ticket. Come on. Say hello to our friends here in the Golden Ticket Seats. Shauna and Chris LeBove are here. There they are. Uh, also, Jeremy Calvin, Dustin Baker, Gates, and Amy Strohmeyer. They're here. Look at them on the back. Uh, Sabrina Kane, Aaron Kane here. Uh, also, Grace Benkowski is here. Uh, and Brody Knight is in the Golden Ticket Seats. And Scott and Marcia Cooper. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Uh, all there. Everybody takes home a pound of that delicious BuzzBox coffee. Mm, love it. We'll get you a pound if you never had it. Uh, we can do that now. If you never tried it, we'll send it to you free. You'll pay $1 flat shipping. Try the most uh, delicious coffee you've ever consumed. And if you love it like the other subscribers, you can join the rest of them that are drinking coffee that makes a difference one cup at a time. And they also get uh, a Rick and Bubba double CD. And Helmsy? I got an announcement, Rick. My brother. The golden child. Yes. They've had their third child Yay! yesterday. Congratulations. Oh. Ellen Ann Helms. Oh, okay, so it was a girl. I thought they was a girl. I predicted it to be a girl. Yeah. They didn't know they didn't find out either. So they didn't know. It's a big surprise. So, seven pounds and some odd ounces. I, I don't remember that. But Uncle Hams. Did Ellen Jake, did Jake cover it on the podcast yet? I don't know. Nah, I don't it'll know. be coming up. I'm sure. That's right. But 
uh, welcome her to the family. Yeah, there we go. Everybody's got another happy and healthy. Yeah, and Pensacola's got another one. That's <laughs> it. To the phones we go, uh, let's go to an anonymous caller standing by, and we have plenty of lines available. Uh, well, no lines available now. They're all full trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone, phone troll. troll. Anonymous, you're on. Go ahead. Well, I was calling about your uh, chicken story or the prank. Uh, we pulled a similar prank uh, a little over a decade ago. We put 10 chickens in a classroom over the weekend. And uh, luckily, nobody was uh, punished besides us. You know, we just took took a couple licks. You know, went on to the house. Yeah, but, uh, that's old days. That's the way it used to be. Somebody somebody paddled that rear end, heated it up, good for you. You thought to yourself, "Don't know if I want to do that again," and you moved on. Eight six six, we be big. Uh, let's go to uh, Shannon. In Alabama, Shannon, welcome Shannon. to the Rick and Bubba Show. 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, I was calling about the abortion clinic. Mm-hmm. When they're all empty after this gets passed and everything gets through the Supreme Court, we should turn them into an adoption clinic and make it easier for people to adopt kids. I know a bunch of people that would love to adopt but cannot afford the way it is right now. Well, and that's the beauty. You're right. And just like we talk about legal immigration, adoption is is the, an incredible uh, choice for people to make, uh, and there's families that benefit for that, and there's children that benefit for that for generations to come. But sometimes it can be quite ex- expensive and extensive. Uh, so yeah, we I think it looks cost at- is one thing, but I, I, we've got friends that yep. uh, are going through this right now, and they're actually adopting out of the state of Texas because it's easier than what's going on here in this state. So that is a valid concern. It's about, yeah, just to make it, uh, you know, you certainly have to balance. You certainly don't want to remove the vetting process because not just anybody right. should be able to be given yeah. a child. Yeah. But the expenses and some of this stuff is just minutia and needs to be smoothed out a little bit. Uh, so I agree with the caller. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Uh, let's go to Greg. Greg, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. you got 30 seconds. Go ahead. Well, thank you very much. Uh, look, my, my great-great-grandparents and great-great-great-grandparents had, go, had to go to Ellis Island. They had to speak English. They had to be able to the civics thing. They, they had to learn the Constitution, pledge allegiance to the United States of America, and that's all Donald Trump's wanting to do. Right, and, there, and they, there was a time just like you're talking about your, your relatives. They took pride in that. Uh, they they didn't look at that as anything other than the way it should be, and, and I'm and I'm speaking of the people coming into the country. Yeah. Uh, so the, being offended by that is a relatively new uh, view of that. Uh, we continue, Tyler and Atala, Alabama. Listen to Z ninety three. Tyler, thirty seconds. Go ahead. Hey guys, how's it going? Good, oh, great. Um, I watched I watched a documentary or actually a TV show on Netflix uh, about Canadian border patrol. And they're very strict there. I mean, it's really hard to get into Canada if you're not from Canada if you come in on a plane. Uh, maybe I'll look into that, and uh, maybe we can go by the same kind of thing, get real strict about it. Well, I will say it, this. It's pretty strict to get into Mexico if you're coming from Guatemala. You know, no no offense to my Canadian friends, but they probably don't have the customers we have. <laughs> you know, you know how you can go to some restaurants and sit right down? Yeah. And it's a lot easier to manage a group that's not as big. Yeah. <laughs> I think we've probably got quite a few more trying to pour in. You know, yeah. just, just in general. Yeah, as a general rule. Uh, you know, we got over 300 million people. They got, what, 30? Yes. 
Uh, Barely eight. the size of California. So they got plenty of room. If it was so wonderful, you'd think there'd be room for everybody. Right. Uh, we continue. Well, it's, it's a dang cold. 866-WE-BE-BIG-ED <laughs> out of the great state of Alabama. Ed, go Ed. ahead. 30 seconds. Yeah, hey, uh, you know, I remember back in my high school days, the class, a couple of classes before us managed to get a Volkswagen up on top of the basketball auditorium, uh, which I thought was pretty classic. Our class wimped out and just changed shut the doors in the, in the hallways on the, all around the school, which seemed like a fire code violation, probably pretty funny at the time. But, <laughs> right, but yeah. the, best, the best all around, I believe, was at Amherst College, where they got up one morning and out in the middle of the commons, there was a big hole in the ground where a cannon had been. So, uh, they dug uh, it up. Uh, look, let me tell you. I just saw one with desk you, yeah. on, on the roof. Yeah, the the one... school, every desk, every student's <laughs> desk in the whole school, every <laughs> class was on the roof. That's mm. a lot I don't know how they did that. That's a lot of work for a prank. Yeah, it is. But, but guys, I mean, when it's done, it's it's glorious. Yeah, that's I mean, a good you... one. But, I mean, it's just so much easier to glue something, you know, or, you know, paint something. Yeah. Bubba, your favorite still is our class taking the ladder away while the custodian was oh, on the roof. Oh, that is classic, Rick. He, he was on the roof of the choir, of the choir building. <laughs> and, and, we, and we got the ladder away, ran it around the side of the building, and then we stood there and watched him run around on the roof. Trying to find <laughs> that's so good. Uh, that's a good one. Yeah, sure. What's wrong with that? Uh, no cell phone to call anybody. 866. We be big is the number. Uh, let's go to Greg. <laughs> in the great state of Alabama. Greg, a lot of Gregs today. Go ahead. Yeah, I was listening to a sports talk show the other day, and they were interviewing Patrick Nix. Mm-hmm. And they asked him about his coaching career, and one of the people he named was Bill Burgess. He coached with Bill Burgess at Jacksonville State. Yeah, Dad, that, was, yeah, Dad gave him his first job ever in coaching. And, yeah. uh, that, he That's was, what he said. Bill, Bill Burgess gave him his start. It was a big influence on him. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was the beginning. Actually, Patrick and his family came to the induction of the Hall of Fame for that very reason, uh, because he said, you know, all the success he's had in coaching started with him, first of all, being mentored by Dad. So that was great. Yeah, Patrick's had quite a career. He has, and mm-hmm. continuing. Yes. Uh, we continue, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Uh, let's go to Marissa. Marissa uh, in uh, Columbia, Mississippi. Go ahead, Marissa. Hey there, I just want to comment. I am second-generation American. All four grandparents came over, and my grandfather, who was with, from eight children, it took nine years. They did it the right way. And when I expressed that interest to someone, they called me a racist because I don't think others should come over that way. Yes, I do. You need to earn your way over. And you need what, to do it the right way, the legal way. Yeah, and what's wrong with that? I mean, what's wrong with just doing the right moral thing? Yeah. When, when did that become? When, when did that become? Well, it, it's all an outgrowth of this this mentality. Now we blame it some on the millennials. It actually started during the hippie run. <laughs> Anything goes. There's no rules. Yeah. The only rule that I can object to is you not liking what I'm doing. That's, That's the right. only rule. That's right. I thought it was more cowbell. <laughs> <laughs> that too. Well, that too. And I got a fear. That's one B. Uh, thanks for being with us this hour. Thanks to our Golden Ticket Seats. I hope you had fun today. If you want to join us on the Golden Ticket Seats one day, the tickets are free. You go to rickandbubba.com, click on Contact. You'll see Ticket Vista there. And if there are tickets available, you can grab them and you can come watch a show one day. If you're leaving us, have a great weekend. Lord willing, we'll talk Monday. If you got more Rick and Bubba today, we'll be right back. Bye-bye.